Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 43rd episode of the Irrelevant Podcast. Joined again by Jason. Mm -hmm. um, now, this will be the third podcast posted on uh, July 15th because of just, you know, uh, just, you know, just technical <laughs> scheduling <laughs> issues and just, you know, <laughs> yep, you could say that again. <laughs> no. Ah, uh, so today Jason recommended a an Incubus playlist. I did. It's a playlist of yes. Incubus. Yes, I was about to say the name of the album, but I was like, oh wait, it's not an album. So, um, yeah. So if you could give me a little bit of introduction on this, on on Incubus and whatnot. Yeah, they're a cool band. Basically, just implementing elements of funk a little bit of groove some hard rock a lot of like alternative rock some more smoother melodic stuff but they i really it took me a while to kind of get into this band because before i thought they're just like a normal radio band but their guitar player is fucking phenomenal and they he always comes up with a bunch of really unique sounds that i like a lot same thing with the vocalist with the runs that he's able to do and just i think they're a very creative band in terms of their songwriting i think they're uh they're, they get a little bit more mellow as the albums progress, but definitely that's why I put a lot of a lot of songs from the Science album because I think that's their most creative album, in my opinion. But I don't know. I uh, I've listened to them for a little bit, and I'm just curious to hear what you think. Um, I I I like this. Uh, not so when I listened to the first song, I was just like, eh, eh, I don't really know if I'm gonna like this that much. Um, and I still kind of have that feeling towards the first song. I didn't really think it was that great. Redefine. Um, yeah, I didn't really particularly like that one. However, uh, when the next one was on, what was it called? Um, Glass. Yeah, Glass. When that kicked in, I was like, okay, what is this funk kind of thing going on? I was like, okay, this is interesting. I like that this, I was getting a lot of Tim Maya vibes. Yeah. Like this could totally have been like a Tim Maya, Maya song. This one and Summer Romance. I think those were the two best songs in the whole album yeah summer Rise is a um, great song <clears throat> like i said especially like the effects that guitar uses and in, in glass too yeah. it's like a weird ring mod so it's like that's an effect that's really difficult to use because it sounds so weird right, and right. off-putting so it's it's very hard to use that in a song <laughs> yeah but glass i just thought the the bass is phenomenal mm -hmm. you it really just comes out and it makes me appreciate a good bass yeah um, i do like the bass the bass on summer romance is really good too it's just super like smooth yes. and a little groove yeah summer romance i also really loved the harmony like it's some good singing um yeah the dude's like, a honestly, phenomenal like, singer yeah like summer romance honestly i think like my mom could have like listened to that and enjoyed it <laughs> yeah i mean especially as the like i said as as the playlist progresses they get more just soft and mellow like they're very they have mass appeal for sure. Like they're not like this. They only have a couple like edgier, harder songs. I mean, if you can call them edgier, but <laughs> it's just got like a couple of curse words. That's really it. Like there's some nothing them, yeah. like, yeah, like it wasn't really talking about anything. I mean, I, I know like it, some of it was like suicide and stuff like that, but that's like in every song now. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I went into this thing like I, I so I, I I didn't truly know what it was, but. Given like your past recommendations and just the the name of the band, like I assumed it was some kind of metal. Like Incubus to me just sounded like a metal band. Um, 
and it definitely has elements of that. I like a, like on the song "Favorite Things." I really love that riff. Yeah, that's a good gym song. Um, also, it was just it it had little, not really just not little. I mean, just big sparks of like just creativity that I wasn't expecting, and just uh, you know, like on, on that song "The Warmth." I really love that whale sounds like all, all that stuff that that was really interesting yeah the warmth is one how... of my favorite melodies to play on guitar it's it's just super like catchy like that's what i'm saying like his guitar oh, yeah. playing is just fucking yeah. awesome he's so he's such an underrated player like you never hear anything about him at all yeah i never heard anything about him and i was impressed i mean but I, like that that whale sound like sound effect i just i love how that went with the melody like it, it harmonized I, mean, I thought that was so so nice like it went with the melody and the chords and everything yeah it it, it hit very nice um now from there the playlist didn't really continue to do it for me i mean i thought it was um like it was it it, it was like good but it wasn't really grabbing my attention the same way that some of those first songs were with all those kind of funk elements in it. Because yeah. I love that. I love like just the, those drums. Like I, I, I love the, those those beats. It's just so, so fun, man. Like I love funk. Um, yeah, they're one of those bands that then... <coughs> have really changed their sound. I wish they would have gone back to their, their funky roots. But like I said, they're more, more uh, alternative radio classic, I would say. <laughs> Yeah, and I I was just wasn't expecting that. So I think um because like at the it was it was hard to pick like because I tried to pick my my favorite songs off of the um just like going from album to album like and I didn't pick like any songs off of their newer stuff because I felt like it was a lot of it's like kind of repetitive from the last couple songs that I put on here and I think like those are the best versions of them like um one that's actually really fun to sing that I like to sing a lot is Anomaly. I like that song is just it's one of those ones where it's just like you don't really think anything about it like it could be playing in a mall or something and you wouldn't think but like it's actually like it's a catchy song I've been since I've recommended this playlist I've been listening to it fucking on repeat for some odd reason I don't remember why but I remember not really being particularly keen on that song I mean I have to go back and listen to it um I thought that the the that last song actually um Aqueous transmission, like that Chinese Asian vibe, was interesting, and I love that. Like, whatever, what instrument is that that's being played? It's called a pipa, and it's actually really fucking difficult to play. I had one come into the store, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" So for the brief moment oh, yeah, that we had I, it, I, I, I think I, I saw tried, it. Yeah, I tried to practice that like riff for a couple, like an hour or two, like while it was supposed to be working. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it!" So I put all my shit off for a second. I was like in the back, just like trying yeah. to play that song. I, I filmed a little a quick video on it because i loved it so much but yeah it's it's a hard instrument to play but it's really fun like any classic chinese kind of asian sound it's probably from that instrument or some variation of it i see yeah i i enjoyed that mixed with that beat it was interesting yeah you know i've never really heard anything like that yeah that one's probably the most mellow track besides um echo true because echo is the one they get the that's yeah. another fun melody to play and at the end of that song I can't remember, like, I think on the record, he used the, the same pipa instrument, and then live, he does this really weird, like, thumb and finger harmonic technique to kind of simulate that sound while vibrato's on the left hand. So, like, he's just fucking a super innovative player. Nice. Yeah. Mike I, Einziger. I, 
Ah, he's German. <laughs> <laughs> he looks really fucking German. Oh, does he? Let me look at this guy. Yeah, if you if you look at him up, or if you look him up, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. He just he just screams Germany. <laughs> yeah, there's some people where like you just know. <laughs> but I mean, oh, I don't really see. blame them for going to this dynamic or this uh, genre they are now because like they're in their fucking fifties, so it's like they're not like th- this album like. This that the science album with all the funky songs on it that was ninety seven like the fucking year I was born so right so, they can't do that Mike. fast rap yell chorus style forever right like I kind of just was expecting them to be something like like Slipknot for some reason but it, it wasn't that well they kind of <laughs> like the the thing that's similar about Slipknot to Incubus is that like. Uh, obviously, like not the screaming, because like he doesn't really. Sc- I don't even think I have any any of the songs in this playlist where he screamed at all. I mean, he doesn't scream verses. He'll like belt out a note every now and again sometimes, but I don't think he ever. Yeah, that that's not. Yeah, that's not the same thing. But like, what is the same thing? Is that like that fast rap style with the beat and also like their catchy choruses? I feel like both him and the guy from Slipknot like write really catchy choruses. Hmm. Yeah, no, Slipknot I think does it a little bit better, but yeah, I could. I can, I can see that. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I'm looking at him right now. He does look pretty German. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he's Jewish, too. Maybe. His hair's pretty curly. Yeah, and he's in the entertainment industry. <laughs> the um. I used to know people, or I'm not, not used to know people. I know someone that they're in a cover band for Incubus, and it's hard to recreate his sound because his pedal board looks like a fucking spaceship. Like he has so much, he has so many effects, and it's just such a pain to get them all to sound like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll give you props for that to be able to figure out all that equipment and make something unique. Yeah, but I think like out of out of the playlist, my favorite songs are "Glass," "Summer Romance," and "The Warmth" because those are the ones that I I first heard and that's what I first liked about them. Um, the last four songs. I think I would say that too. Yeah. The last four songs are more of a moody album, so I put them on there. It's more like the end of the night and the playlist, just like really soft melodic ones. Um, I I mean and for what and for that it does a good job. Like I I enjoyed "Nice to Know You." Yeah. I thought that was just a nice, relaxing, peaceful song. And also, I just I like the lyrics too, and what he was talking about. Yeah, his he's a kind of interesting lyricist. Sometimes it comes off like, like happy, cynical, like sarcastic, cynical, and other times it's just genuine, and wholesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does have some fucked up lyrics on the other ones, but I, I couldn't remember what song that it was. Um, I think it was off of Science, but I don't like like I didn't I didn't think it was the best songs on that album and I didn't want to make like an hour and a half playlist with it but I can't there was one song that had the most fucked up lyrics and I wish I would have added it but I don't remember which one it was so I'll find it one day relationships relationships shit <clears throat> it's like is there I, okay other than Slipknot is there any other band that's like kind of comparable to these guys yeah I mean not, not that really. whole new metal genre like them, Corn, Limp Bizkit, like that that like blended rap metal style was kind of popular back then. So there's a lot of bands that imitated that sound, but no one really did it the way that Incubus did it because like they were like they had like a guy. I mean, obviously the guys in the Slipknot have a have a DJ with turntables, but um, like they actually oh, sampled like songs and made it funky and groovy. They actually had classic elements, which a lot of new metal didn't really do that. It was just more like a modern blend of fusion, um, of the styles. So Incubus kind of did it more in a classic way, but I don't think 
like there's probably like clones after them but i think at the time i don't think anyone was like them that's why they got really popular yeah i must say they blend all of the styles and genres very well like it didn't feel like you know like it's a it's a metal rap funk fusion like i could just kind of figure that out like you know when that when it's it, it, it it's like when you watch a movie and instead of just why like this the story is just happening the story just is like the movie is literally just the characters explaining what's happening yeah you know and it's like a lot of music tends to do that where it's just like telling you like you need to feel this way in the, in, in that sense if you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but here like just it kind it just it, it didn't feel like that it just felt like you know like like instead of just saying that it's good, it just was. And anytime that happens, I always applaud. Which is what's because weird you can to tell. me. Yeah, you I know? mean that's what's weird to me. You can like, always tell. You know? They're not as big of a band as like Slipknot or Limp Bizkit, but in my opinion, like they don't like they're not as not really much with Slipknot, but much because like Slipknot's more of an extreme version of music. So I feel like obviously more people outside of this genre will like Incubus than Slipknot, but in like the world of metal like Slipknot's more prestige and then Limp Bizkit everyone makes sure. fun of them but they're a popular band and like a lot shit ton of people know who they are so it's like it's crazy that Incubus was not as popular as these guys when I feel like they were more genuine and a little bit more creative in terms of the instrumentation um <clears throat> but a lot of it's probably just the spread of information I don't know <laughs> I don't, yeah I don't know I mean because I wasn't in that era so it's like it's hard to really it's hard to really say um but as far as like a long st- I, I think it's because Incubus doesn't have like really catchy new stuff as much as their old stuff because like slipknot has like i feel like they've been semi-consistent throughout most of their catalog you know people i mean fans always bitch about new albums anyway they always want the old albums that's just with every band but i think with incubus in general like i think just definitively like their old stuff was way better (laughs) not even just (laughs) it's just that's just how it goes but i mean again you can only catch lightning in a bottle so many times, and especially if you change the style, if you want to go in a different direction, you're you're not going to be nowhere near it. You're, what made you popular? Do you right? Um, what is a band that you think that started out not necessarily bad, but like got better over time? Um, I like think Tool would be probably one asset. of those bands. Like if Tool would have stayed, I, I that, was about to like if if you didn't say that, I would have said that. yeah. Because if yeah. they would have stayed that grungy kind of weird style, I don't think they would have been as big. I think they would have like had an underground cult following, and that's pretty much it. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I I like Undertow, but yeah, just if they never really changed, I think it just would have been like another Undertow and another Undertow. I feel like most modern bands, like not many modern bands have a really great first album. I feel like they kind of, it takes them like two or three to, Jesus, I can't talk tonight, to progressively get better. how it goes, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so like, I, I think most new bands like that, because not that many, I mean, older bands, it was just a different way to get popular back then. Like your music had to be fucking good. You can't just get popular yeah, off they're... of whatever. Yeah, because I mean, there's just there's less there's less of a market, and when there's less of a market, like you know, like whatever good thing you make is just going to be more valuable. But then that makes it like harder for like you know, like a um, like like someone to do someone on the side, you know, and fig- you know, because like there was no like niche audiences really, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Well, like I know, like you can still. Right, but I mean, like you know, it still is hard to to like just 
be become like you know like a rock star in that sense but it is easier for like just um you know like low lower key musicians to like make a living you know yeah and like they don't have to like the like can, can you see where i'm getting at you know i understand it's like in like you know like being an actor or anything like that or an entertainer you know like you can just be on youtube now like that's entertainment I think that's kind of the difference now that I'm thinking about it, why they didn't get as popular as bands like Slipknot or Limp Bizkit. Cause like, as far as like entertainment goes, like they really, like, it wasn't about like, I don't quite know how to say this, but like it was, it was more about the music than it was like the showmanship or like entertainment. Cause like they're a band, like they don't really have any controversy. There's no drama around them. Like they, they've all like, I think it's pretty much all been the same members throughout the entire lineup or the same lineup throughout the years. Yeah, That's, um, that's something I was going to point out is like, there was, there's no clear like theme to their band, you know? Cause like Slipknot, you can clearly see all of like the devil imagery and all that stuff. And like, you see all the clowns, you, you could see what they're getting at. Right. Yeah. Um, but like here they just, they don't have as strong of an identity. And I guess that, that likely has something to do with it as to why, like they weren't as popular as, as Slipknot or any other band, I guess from that time. I think they're just a product of the times because, like, their first album, I think, was their identity. Like, they all had dreadlocks. They're doing that, you know, 90s new metal, you know, Southern California thing. They had the funk. They had the group. Like, they they kind of were a product of that time. But I think, like, longevity-wise, over the course of their career, since they switched styles and they haven't gotten to controversy and there's no drama. And, you know, it's, like I said, it's been more about the music than it has been with anything else, I think, is, like, a big factor. Well, that's as much like, as we hate to admit it, like it's not just the music; it's just like the personality behind it. We like seeing people's, you know, get into shit. Like that's it's entertaining, so that's that's part of it, right? And like I'm, I'm sure everything from that style, like has the same, like had the same fate, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that is true. Like I, I do really appreciate when the when bands do things outside of just the music, um, or you know, because. I, I do want to know like certain, certain people, like how they are in real life and, and, and stuff like that and what they're into, you know, like, like it's, it's interesting, you know, to learn about Maynard's life and how he's, um, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm into jujitsu. I, I own a vineyard and everything and, 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 and all that stuff. It's always interesting, but I guess if you, do, I'm not saying those people don't do interesting things, but also like you can see how the way like Maynard's life was like that influenced all of the, the themes and, and like artistic qualities of tool. Yeah. Um, especially with his like and, trolling nature like that. <laughs> right. And even if like, I don't necessarily understand the backstories as much for other bands, I can still see, you know, at it's least there. some, yeah. Like I could definitely get that with, uh, Gojira. When I first listened to them, I could definitely get it with Mastodon. I could definitely get it with um what's his name uh what was it uh, uh deftones and, and 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 all those people you know but here it just um yeah i'd say i didn't really see it you know what's funny is out of those three bands mastodon's the only one that's had like actual like drama and controversy which is kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know it's, it's mainly yeah. because of their one guitar player that's a fucking alcoholic that just like runs his mouth that's pretty much it the rest of the band just yeah. like oh jesus christ oh really yeah but like gojira no one ever like the guys barely speak fucking english 
So it's like <laughs> we don't really get into controversy. Well, no, like the the main guy speaks good English. Yeah, he's the but... only I, him and the and then the drummer speaks semi good English, and the rest of them I don't speak too too much. But the with Deftones, I think like the only thing that I know is like Chino's just kind of an alcoholic, and their guitar player is a flat earther. Other than that, like they don't really get into it with other things. <laughs> oh, is he Christian? I don't know if he's Christian or not, but that's funny that you automatically made that parallel. Well, because a lot of people are, like just assume that, then like they have that like that accusational sentiment of like just the like flat Earth equals Christian. I don't really, really? think it necessarily. Yeah, that's definitely a sentiment that that like that broadly speaking, people have. I missed that. That's one. why that's, fla- that, that's like why flat Earthers are made fun of. It's like because it they people have this misconception that it. I mean, I know for I'm sure for some people this is the case, but people have this misconception that it it like is derived from like christian culture and all that stuff who who's the guy that discovered the earth is round was that that wasn't newton was it was that newton no it's it, it, it's kind of it's kind of the achievements of multiple people like it's the achievements of columbus uh henry the navigator and like one other guy but it's it's basically just those like people from that time period like those explorers from like spain italy and portugal they, like Henry, Henry the Navigator, uh, was the first person to circumnavigate the Earth, um, and then. But I think before that, they still kind of knew from Columbus because Columbus was just like, you know, I'm gonna go west, and then he thought he was gonna end up in India because he didn't think that because that's the whole point. He was trying to prove that the Earth is round because people didn't believe him, and then he did, and then everyone. I, but I think there was certain there was some questions that were still around. Um, well, I think it's been since like the ancient Greeks. Like, I think like some people have like have thought that for thousands of years before it been like popular mainstream. Yeah, and, like some people have thought it's like a bowl and stuff like that. Like different cultures had those different kind of views and whatnot. But um, like Columbus was the first guy that tried to prove it in like a more scientific way. Like, all right, I'm literally gonna go across the earth, and I'm going to end up in the same spot (laughs) (laughs) god bless him but it's just like i'm i i don't i I want maybe i need to go read his journals because i'm I'm not sure if he knew that or or if he even thought that there was anything like in between like i I really don't know if he did i guess maybe he thought like there might be but um yeah well, I just think it's funny that that's the parallel that people make. Because, like, the only thing I've heard people criticize, criticize, jeez, man, this is fucking, criticize Christians for is the 6,000-year-old um, Earth thing. So, but I didn't know it was a flat thing, too. That's kind of funny. Apparently, there's, like, some, I think, like, there's some verse in the Bible or something that, that they point to. But like I think it it really comes from like a a lot of Christians. Um, but then again, I don't think that like m- most flat earthers are Christian. But like the the way the people that think they are, and like what they get from it is like that a lot of you know a lot of Christians have like that like people just label them as like right wing conspiracy theorists, right? Yeah. Um. So they think like oh any any scientific discovery that that was that big they'll just be like oh that was fake. You know like the moon landing they're like. Oh, that's fake, you know. So people just think like, oh, like that picture of the the moon of the of the Earth that was taken on the moon that that was all fake. <laughs> and I'm just like, 
Okay. I Dude. don't know. I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure the earth is round. I, I really don't care. I mean. I didn't think that there that many people believed in the flat earth thing, but I have two family members that are flat earthers. And I also have a shit ton of people that are on my Facebook feed. Like, you know, those dumbasses that post some like edited picture or like they, they get tricked by right. some AI that's, fake that's, like celebrity thing. You're like, y'all not ready about. for this yeah. conversation. Like, bro, you're not ready to fucking use the internet. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. Right. But, um, I just like, I don't understand. Like, so like, let's say the earth is flat. Like, so what? <laughs> like what do we gain from that knowledge i really don't understand why it's that big of like a deal that you know i don't think like it's... really think about it like with with the whole jfk thing or all that stuff like you like you can like that that is like more like there is a lot of knowledge to be gained there if he was if the cia was involved which they were but with this whole thing it's like okay like the science was wrong great <laughs> Speaking of, I just think it's funny they still haven't declassified the uh, JFK files, even though they said they were going to. So they must have not dotted all their I's and crossed their T's on that one. Um, Who said that? I can't remember if it was Trump or Biden. One of the two. Trump said if he gets elected again, he's going to release him. And that would that I, I I know he said he's not, but like that would just be amazing if he did. He's always just claiming epic. shit like if there's aliens, I'll let you know if there's aliens. Like. No oh, one told me anything. There definitely is. The fuck up. Um, but I think I don't. I don't think people really give a shit about the flat Earth thing. I think just the idea that the government's hiding everything from us and that they have the, they have the knowledge yeah, to free okay. the people is more enticing. Like I don't think they give a fuck. I right. It means, I guess it means I can nothing. see that angle, but yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, like if it's true that the Earth is flat, then that really just restructures our entire understanding of the universe. Because that whole entire, like, it's not, it doesn't just stop with the earth being flat. Just everything is a lie beyond our, uh, our firmament, so to speak. Um, yeah. But, um, so, I mean, it I would be a I massive deal. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would, I guess. But, um, now, like, what else do people think is fake? Um, oh, the, the Holocaust. Yeah, Holocaust that... denying is a big one. I also didn't like. I remember there was this YouTuber. She was some dumb like. Um, I can't for, to this day. I can't remember if she was a troll or if she was genuine. But she was like a neo-Nazi, but she was very soft-spoken and like, just like sweet-sounding. So it was kind of funny. She'd always like, <laughs> like breach anti-Semitic shit, and she always would have these videos trying to prove that the Holocaust didn't happen, or at least not to the scale that the. The Rothschild global elite would like you to think, um, but <laughs> fucking wow! I don't know. It's I don't I don't know too many people that deny the Holocaust these days. Yeah, no, but I I know a lot of people that deny nine eleven, and I am well, I, I have I'm kind of convinced now. Like, yeah, I mean that's that's like, kind of apparent. That's not you. I don't, I don't even really think that's a conspiracy. Like that that whole administration was just a fucking shit show, dude. Not nine eleven. No, but but, like I, but, but wait, 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 wait. But no, but like I think the fact, like if you asked that same question to people like five years ago, I think that it would have been the the percentages would have been much different. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That, that's I, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Is that like I'm like wow, like how did I not, you know? <laughs> Dude, I saw a video recently of George Bush. He was talking about 
something about the war in Ukraine. He fucked up and said the the unjust, brutal invasion of Iraq. And he was like, oh, I meant Ukraine. But then he was like, Iraq too. So it was like, what the fuck? After like 20 fucking years, he finally admits that it was a bullshit cause to go in there. <laughs> Dude, I hate George Bush. <laughs> oh, man. He was like one of the worst. I think he was one of the worst presidents we've ever had. How could someone like Saddam Hussein experience the joy of Hanukkah? <laughs> or Osama bin Laden, whoever the any figurehead, name one. They can't experience yeah, that, the joy of Hanukkah. That whole thing is just like I swear it's fake. This whole like thing in the Middle East and this whole nine eleven, it's all fake. Like this is like like when I argue with Muslims about like Christianity versus Islam, like they always just bring up like, you know, all the stuff that like the, the West has done to the and I'm like, guys, like that's like all fake. Like I don't buy any. Like I don't buy into any of this terrorism stuff. Like it's no. Like what I'm arguing about is just the actual theology, not. Oh well, these like your people did this to my people. Like that that that's like, that's literally like playground talk essentially. Yeah, I think besides ISIS, most people can realize the war on terror was fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Like I know that like these terrorists exist, but like, this whole like. Like a lot, a lot of people when they criticize Islam, they just go, "Oh, terrorist," and I'm like, "There's a lot more to it than that," you know. <laughs> and especially because the majority of it was our fucking fault. Like we started this bullshit, and we're also the well, Russians. Right. Like, <laughs> well, right, exactly, and that's that that that's why. Like when I anytime I debate a Muslim, I'm like, guys, like, forget about the war on terror, forget about the Inquisition, forget about the Crusades, like. Let's just talk about theology, you know, because that's what really matters. Like people have done bad things to other people since the beginning of time. Like that's never going to go away. So. Unfortunately. Yeah. I, how often do you get into these like theological debates with people? Because every time I talk to you, it seems like you, <laughs> it's like your prime, your prime hobby. Um. Well, I mean, anytime I'm really with like an observant Muslim, I mean, it's not like what. I say like debate. I mean, it's mostly like just because like when I just come across someone who is as a religiously observant as I am, like I'm just curious to know like like their practices and stuff like that and how they do certain things and how they worship like, you know, because like there's this certain um, respect we have for one another. Uh, like a lot of my Muslim friends have told me that I'm the most Muslim Christian they've ever met. <laughs> Uh, and that I would make a good Muslim. Your devotion um, and discipline. Right. But, but I, but I tell them like, uh, well, I'm like, well, that's just cause like, I'm actually Christian. Like, cause a lot of you guys have just been totally like, you just have this warped view and not just like Muslims, but a lot of people just have this total warped view of Christianity just from the boomers. Like they ruined <laughs> the image of like Western culture. Like that's why I, I can't stand the boomers. They ruined it. They ruined us. They failed us. Yeah, I mean, growing um, up in this area and just like, that's just the majority of people, just like this American, I think American Christian is definitely a lot different than the rest of the world. <laughs> like, it's a fucking yeah, and, right, and like branch. just Right, and because of like the boomer generation, like most Muslims, just like when they think of Christians, they just think of like Bible Belt, te Texas American, yeah, like beer drinking, base, like you know, baseball cap wearing American. But it's like when you actually look outside, like you know that you know, 
Christ, there's a lot more to Christianity than just like Texas, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like they watch um, one you know, George Carlin video and then they get the whole picture. Right. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of people fall into that trap, but like, um, and there's something I criticize like Nietzsche for and stuff like that. Um, just because it comes from just like this preconceived notion of like what they think that Christianity is. But when you actually look into it further, you'd see like, all right, well, like when you actually study the history of the church and everything, you're like, all right, well, there's this Judaism thing going on. And it's like, okay, well, and then you got like the Eastern church and the Western church. All right. And then you got like the Catholics and then the Orthodox and the Protestant. And they all have like their, these different views and everything. And they all have these, these like unique traditions and whatnot. Um, you know, and I, I like, the, that's why like, you know, like I, I don't like mock Islam at all because like I, I, I see that like, all right, there's like a, there's an interesting history and, and culture there and everything like that. And I, I'll, I'm willing to do the same thing for all of these other religions. Right. Um, but I just think a lot of people are just so biased and like, they don't want to, like they, they don't, like they can't imagine a world where there would be like an interesting history and culture of Christianity. Like that's where I think people just get it totally wrong. I mean, it's been our history for th- <laughs> at least 2000 years. Right, but I think people, like, how, how would I say, like, like they're like they just don't have an open mind about it, and and I'm like I'm not saying you have to become a Christian, but like what I want you to not do is like I want you to stop like just mo- like only mocking Christianity, because it's like if you make fun of Christianity, you have to go to the South Park route, where then you just okay I, we have to make fun of everybody, but the problem is like most people just don't do that, you know. I just think it's interesting how, like, a lot of the red pill guys are switching to Islam, which is kind of funny. No, and that proves to me that I'm, no, I I can't take the red pill. (laughs) It's not your type of indoctrination, you don't like? (laughs) No, but this, all that red pill stuff, it, it, it just, it comes from the most, like, childish, immature, juvenile understanding of what masculinity is, right? Um, and just, but just people, they they just eat it up and I'm, I don't know. Um, but yes, that, that is a true, that is a good observation. <laughs> I always thought it was um, silly. These conversations of like masculinity, <laughs> masculinity, masculinity and femininity. It's just like the people always have these checklists and like their checklist is different from each person that you talk to. And so like, I, I hate, I don't know. You box yourself into these, you know, list of less than 10 attributes and it's just like, what is the point of living? Like, you really want to live your life to a specific code of, like, loose ethics? And they're not even ethics. They're just, like, descriptions. <laughs> like, like, right. or, like or if you material wanna... things. Like, it's just really strange to me. Yeah, because, like, all these people think that, like, you need to, like, make six figures and, like, all this bullshit. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like, there's people who are literally, like, car repairsmen and then they, they are, like, some of the most manly men I ever met, you know? And, like, they, they make, like, 60k a year it's like you don't need like people think you know like you see my point of just like the like the whole just immaturity of all of this it's so stupid you know yeah no i think it's pretty dumb the it is entertaining though the funniest one to me is when people have discussions about rents or splitting bills so it's like 
you paying 50-50 or are you paying 100% of it? You know, what's the trade-off of work that's supposed to be? And people will go for hours arguing about that. It's just like, like, I don't, like. Really? Oh, I didn't yes, know that. <laughs> it's like, you know, those like, dis- oh, okay. it's more, it's mainly on Facebook. I think Facebook is really right for people like taking their shitty rhetoric and displaying it out on a public space. And then it goes viral. Then thousands of people comment back and forth. It's like a more feral version of Twitter because on Twitter, everyone's doing it just to become famous. Like they're trying to, like I said, it's the blue check mark, trying to retweet themselves so they can end up in an article. They, you know, they're on the right side of history. They stood up against whatever thing that people don't agree with. On Facebook, people just genuinely so feel wait, like wait, that and they're wait, fucking on wait, the attack. I, I, it, it's like you could do all this just to show up in the Ben Shapiro video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but on Facebook, people like live that fucking life. Like people with like five friends will argue with anybody. Doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, dude, people are. You it's see, so insane. like, this is. This is why the boomers ruined our society. I I don't know. I it's it's fun to me. Like people are like, why do you still have Facebook? Some boomer shit. Like no, dude. Like you want to see a white trash dude from fucking West Virginia argue with a a hood rat from Chicago? Like I want to see that. Like it brings the most like unintelligent, unequipped, and ill advised people on one platform and i'm fucking all here for it it's i love it it is entertaining yes i will give it that (laughs) just to she to see the sheer like like just simpletons it's hilarious the funniest ones are like there was a video going around facebook it was of like uh of a prince um prince harry and Meghan markle and it looks like they're robots. Like they look like they're um they're just like robotic little like figurines or something. And people are like, oh, this is lizards. You know, the fucking this is body snatchers or clones. And then like it was just like a video lizards. of like this, the, whatever madam, whatever name is the wax museum that you can go to. It's like they thought it was real. <laughs> it's just like oh, shit man. like that is ripe on Facebook, and I fucking love it. Well, because everyone just wants to be offended by everything. So, like, they have to just, like, find some... Everyone just thinks that automatically everything is just, like, offensive. So, they have to, like, just think, like, you know, and just say, like... Oh, man. Yeah, but they're just... It comes from the most, like, knuckle-dragging types of just (laughs) critical thinking. It's just, like, they don't have... Like, they don't... There's no context for any of these videos or these pictures that people share. And they just go off with their opinion. But they have, like I said, they just have no context... Which you can argue that most people have in general. They argue out of ignorance. They don't actually know. They're just passionate and what they think they believe is true. But on Facebook, it's fucking I've, funny I've, shit. It's I can't yeah, explain I've, it. I've, um, I think I've talked about this. You know, like, like the vast majority of people don't critically think. And like I don't, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. But like people aren't motivated by, you know, facts and logic. Like that, that doesn't matter when you do, when you're dealing with people's emotions, because pe- that's what people are motivated by. Like it's all lived experience and passion. It's a lot of passion. I think it's, it's all yeah, passion. So that's why like, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> right. So that's why, um, yeah, just like the, the whole conservative, like, well, you know, we can win people by logic and reasoning. And it's like, no, you can't. That's not how it works. We will use facts and logic to destroy the liberals. Right. And it's like, I love Ben Shapiro to death, but that's just like, that's not going to convince people. Because like, 
like lo- logic is just like it's a buzzword now. I can't I can't hear the words logic, study, and like peer reviewed now without like just laughing peer my reviewed. ass off. I I mean right. like, I get it. Just, I I get I know that's how the world is now for you know reasons that no, but it's just so <laughs> hilarious. Like it's just when people are like mm, source. <laughs> it's like dude, come on, like. But like I don't I don't get Ben Shapiro like I like what do you genuinely like about him like like let's say for a fact like regardless if he's right or wrong about the stuff that he believes like what do you genuinely like about him like I just I don't see his appeal I I really don't um so I I like him when he's actually just sitting down and having a conversation with someone I mean we share like a lot of the same views he's Jewish so that he had there's that element to it like I'd love to just like he would get along nice with my family um <laughs> bring him home to dinner yeah i mean i, just, I also just like his personality i also just I, I i like how he's kind of like evolved as the time goes on and he he's he's growing the beard now man <laughs> i just like him for the simple reason he just seems easy to fucking mess with like it's just it doesn't take long to get him to go on a rant about things that he does not need to rant about like the wet ass pussy one for <laughs> first off <laughs> Like he just he he dies on these weird hills and it is entertaining but it's just like I, I can't think of like like some some old bitch in Idaho is in her sixties that listens to like her and the Hodge twins or something like and that's that's how she gets her her information and news like I just, I like the Hodge twins <laughs> dude I actually They're saw them funny. in person I tell you that? oh no I didn't know that they're from you Virginia did? so I I was in a retro fitness and these guys go to like almost every fucking gym or like they're in, always in the mall or walking around or going to some Yo, restaurant I don't nice. know where they live now but this is a couple of years ago but they were they were uh and dude they're they're like I mean they look big on camera dude in person they're fucking monsters <laughs> I bet yeah <laughs> um they're just walking around taking pictures and shit they seem like they're nice in person but this was back before they did political content this is back when they were just doing stupid like fucking commentary content, yeah yeah like all yeah. the sexual shit like this was that era of them <laughs> I, I i they're hilarious i love watching them <laughs> i haven't watched them in like forever, just but. they're the type of people where like if they were in a movie and they were funny like it would have had nothing to do with like the script or the the directing or anything like that. Like it's all just the person because that's a lot of what comedy is. Yeah. Like you just have to be naturally funny, you know. Like you can't really take, I, I you know you can't take a course in comedy, right? Like that's just not really how it, you know. Yeah, you I mean, I, like because the right there there is a certain science to making people laugh, but if you just don't have that then you know like you it's you can't really develop that i'm I'm like you have to have a base that you're just kind of that's just there innately you know um what i think is very fucking ironic because when i watched them back in the day i was in high school and so it's like my my mom hates that type of shit she's not into crude humor she's you know the, like that's just not her thing right and every like i always watch those videos like with headphones or, like on my own time because like if she caught me watching that shit she would like fucking tear me a new one but now she fucking watches them. It's hilarious to me. Like my mom has turned into like she's taken the red pill. It's fucking funny. So it's like I'm like, Wait, Mom, I know for a fact you don't like this type of humor. And I was like, Do you know what their old videos were? And she was like she's like, Yeah, I've seen a couple. They're funny. I'm like, You're so full of shit. I swear to God. Wait, are your parents conservative? Or like what are they? Are they like center right or something like that? 
I, they were more, I mean, they've always, I mean, I know my dad has, but they've never talked about politics ever. Like to me growing up, they never like told me the way things are supposed to be. They, we never had political discussions at all in the house. Um, and I never heard them talk about it until Trump got elected. And then since then, it's just been like, well, everyone's like, what's up? My mom talks about, like, I'll be, because I don't live with them, so I'll, I'll go visit every now and again. I'm like, hey, mom, how's it going? She's like, do you know what John Podesta's doing right now? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> do you hear what George Soros is doing? I'm like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. All right. So all she's on this stuff, kick like, now. Um, like she's like that's all she talks about, and it, it was never like that before. So it's, I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, but the Hodge twins are very funny. I do enjoy their stuff. Like I said, I I don't know what they do now. I I guess they still do like political reactions slash commentary. But I I like their old videos. Their their general roasting fucking videos, or they're weird. They have weird sexual humor. Yeah, they do. Um. <laughs> But, I mean, it's still all that. It's just, they've just been more open about, like, their views about, um, like, racism and all that stuff. Like, um, like I've, I've seen them in interviews. They just talk how they're like, yeah, like, we just think, like, a lot of black people have, like, this victim mentality and this resentment. And you, you just kind of got to let that go and just live your life, you know. And, like, if you make good decisions, you, you'll definitely make it and, and stuff like that. Um, well, hopefully they that, like, like that it, in real life. Yeah. Um, and like, other than that, like it, a lot of it's still just the same roasting stuff, but like they, they roast a lot of liberals and stuff like that. And it's really funny. <laughs> um, there, there was this one where like, it, it was this, this, <laughs> it was this fight in like a Chicago convenience store. I was just dying laughing, like with their commentary and the editing, like they're, they're talented. Uh, <laughs> um, I think my I, I'll actually I'll send it to you. Like it's it's really funny and like this this stuff they said, like this like I I can't do it justice. Like it just I'll just send it to you. It's pretty funny. I think the my favorite one that I remember when I used to watch them was they were doing a reaction to a, a video where a guy got mauled by a bear and survived, and they were just fucking tearing into this dude. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, no, I, I, I think I know that one. Um, <laughs> it was, it's a pretty popular one, but that's, I think that's that, that stint is like the last of what I remember from them. They were just reacting to really stupid shit. But, but yeah, it's just like it's funny. All these boomers like them now. Like I said, like it's like no one can convince me that they like Kid Rock's music if they didn't know his politics. No fucking way would anyone in their sixties like Kid Rock unless they already have the, the Marlboro, Marlboro, the Marlboro and the fucking tank top out. Like you know what I mean, like. Right. I. Um. It's just. It's so fucking stupid to me. Like everyone will just drop their views because they agree with somebody. It's fucking dumb. What's like some other stuff like that? Like what's another example? Um. Kanye for a while, because Kanye was on the Trump train for a while. Tom McDonald's another like... example. Tom McDonald's a fucking awful rapper. And if you look at like people's oh, he, okay. like comments, I was gonna say I didn't know who that is. <laughs> do what? Yeah, I was gonna say like I don't I don't know who that is. He's like this he's he's like this anti woke, really cringy like rapper, but his 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 bars are very straightforward. So like it leaves no subtlety. He's just very direct. And it's like if you look at the comments of these videos, it's like a dude with a truck profile picture and he's like, I normally don't like rap, but I fucking love you. It's like dumb shit like that. Um No, but oh like what I can't stand is like when 
one like left wing person says like one thing that is like not insane, everyone just goes like, "Oh, they're on our side." And it's like, guys, like just take a breath. Like I remember there's this one, there's this one like West Virginia senator or something that said like. Hey, I, like defunding the police is kind of like ridiculous, and we can't do that. And then all like the conservatives, oh, this guy, and it's like, no, guys, like he's still a liberal Democrat. Like keep that in mind. Like this guy's not on your side. <laughs> well, people like that don't even have like the, their party's not going to be behind them anyway, so it doesn't even fucking matter. Sure. Well, yeah, like what most people don't realize is like most Republicans aren't even conservative. Like the vast majority of politicians are just classically liberal. I don't even, like, think it matters. Like, they're just interested in their own self-fulfillment. So it's like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, it doesn't... No, no, get, but... Like, it doesn't matter. Like, they could say that's whatever not, weird yes, shit no, they want. Yes, but no, but, but what I'm saying is that, like, when you... If you ask them, like, about, like, almost any issue or whatever, like, about all these cultural issues, they're, they're, like, they'll all pretty much just say the same thing. Like, you know, like, 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 classical liberal ideals of, like, you know, well, it's like, you know you could do whatever you want as long as you're not harming anyone or it's like you know uh i don't agree with what you have to say but i'll fight the desperate to your right to say it and all that stuff like they just they have like all these similar kind of like like doctrinal almost views like this whole like like a lot of people defend um positions of classical liberalism like dogmatically it's really insane like this whole, like about like free speech and everything like that uh, like I have, I have mixed feelings about this. This, 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 this whole like, like I honestly like don't. <laughs> well, okay. I I think most people like almost everything and like all these issues is that like people just don't even understand like what the issue is about, right? Um, uh, like most people, when they think like, cause free speech in the way that like they thought of it at the founding of the country was about like just like any other freedom like it was the freedom to pursue virtue right and to say like things that were good and i know that's like really broad but like you know the founding fathers couldn't really fathom a society where there would be like satanists and stuff like that right um and so like when people when it comes from either side where they're like when, when you know when, when people get mad at like a certain thing that someone says and then it's like, oh well aren't you for free speech and i'm just like yeah i don't know you know, like it's it, you know, like because a lot, but a lot of people are just like, no, 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 free speech must be defended to the death. And it's like, yeah, but like there's just certain things that like we just shouldn't really say, you know, like there's just certain things where it's like we'd be better off if we weren't allowed to say that and stuff like that, you know? Well, I think the entire point of it is like, I mean, obviously there's things you can't say, like you can't, you know, threat threaten bodily harm or threaten well, that's like terror that, like there's things you can't say and like you can yeah like, but that's the that's the only thing but people do that <laughs> yeah and they get in trouble like like you can't go to a fucking airport and be like freedom of speech i have a bomb like you just shit you just can't do well um, you can't say that like towards like gay people but you can go the other way around and like no one cares. Well, I mean it's not illegal. Like you I mean I I don't I mean I don't know. I I bet you they're trying that's to get what the to the law says, but that's not de facto. Like that's not how it it's practiced. Well, it's the whole point is is freedom of speech protects you from the government. Like it's like China. Oh, like right. you can't I... say shit against the government. Like that's what's really trying no, no, to right, protect, right. not you being racist to your neighbor. Like 
<laughs> right, but like, um, yeah, but like, um, but people like they def like, it's like I I see that they're trying to like actually uphold the law, which makes sense. But like, my question is just the law, like to begin with. I don't. I mean, the only thing I don't like, I mean, because obviously I agree with you. There's things that you just shouldn't say, but I don't think there should be any policing of that. I think majority of people will just not like it, and you'll be consequences for the stuff that you say, and just leave it at that. But I don't think the government should be allowed to dictate hate speech, or anyone should be able to dictate hate speech off of that. But again, like if it just depends on the context. But that's the one thing I don't like on the the other side of the aisle, where like there's no context allowed. So if you say anything no matter what it is that's off limits if it's like educational if it's a parody or if it's informative like you can't even touch the subject so i i don't know that's where i'm a big proponent of freedom of speech because the people that are against it usually don't like context either which is interesting to me for some reason right um but it, it again like it, it's so hard now to like figure out what do we even do with free speech just because like how like just the spread of information and all that stuff you know it's just like how do we even ban anyone from saying anything you know i mean call me crazy i think it's um, fine the way that it is because like the government like i don't know too much about hate speech laws so like i can't like work as a professor and like if i say the n-word or something even so like there's a difference right so like if i call a student the n-word then that should be grounds to get me fired that has nothing to do with the government that's just like they're a private institution and i said something that is depicted as hate speech but if right. i were to use the word like in an educational sense and if i still got fired then i think it's like i don't know like i i don't think that like if the majority of people think that, that that's a problem let it be that way i don't think freedom of speech should be like i don't think it should protect you in that way i honestly just think free speech should protect you from not going to jail right so, like, if I were to say the N-word and get arrested and go to jail, I think that's a problem. But if I say that in public, knowing people's feelings about it, I have to accept the consequences of where I say that and who I say it to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't, like, I'm... Sure, yeah, because in a, in a lot of these contexts, like, it's not even necessarily the government enforcing it. It's it's the, the mob and all that stuff. Yeah. But, like, a lot of people, like, the argument is, like, no, 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 it's the government's job to stop that mob. You no, know, it's not. That's person... what I'm saying. I, I, the government should not right. be allowed yeah, no, to protect I, I, I or, see what you're or saying, incriminate but you. I, but like with a, a lot of this stuff, like I just, I, I just don't really have a clear cut view on like the freedom of speech thing. I mean, if you ask me, I feel like anybody should be able to say any crazy shit that they want, and we should be smart enough to discern if they're actually going to be a problem. I think that's where we should be. So it's like. What I don't like is people getting, obviously, we beat it to death of people being oversensitive and censoring everything because it protects whoever's feelings that they pretend to care about, right? That's all whatever, but I don't know. I, I, I hate this idea that we can't listen to shitty ideas and we can't listen to the most grotesque, vile, and crude things on the planet and just bow down to it because I feel like you're weak as a person if you bow down to words like that. Like, I feel like if you don't give a shit, it's a lot better because then like 90% of it will go away because most of the time people are just trying to get a rise out of you. So like, they don't even care about what they're saying. They're not passionate about what they're saying. They're passionate about your reaction to it. I don't know why people don't understand right. that. But that's just the thing with, 
like just allowing freedom of speech in general is like you have to to a certain extent tolerate all of this chaos you know because it's like that's just the inevitable result of it well it's life there's so many people on this planet you can't dictate that many people even if you wanted to right but that that's that's a whole other problem but it's just like it's just the concept just like on principle my point is like you can't go through life thinking about the things that people say are going to affect you like you just you will not go far so like if i walked out of my house and was worried about the like the things that people believe like that's just rent space in my head taken up that could be used for something more productive like i can't walk around life being affected by the shit people tell me like any like like if i really was passionate about a political idea and i was in walmart and i heard some dumbass say something and like I took the time out of my day to be angry and the guy wasn't even fucking talking to me. I think that's a problem. Like I, that's, that's not a good way to be. So I think freedom of speech should be the idea that you should not give a fuck about what other people say. You really shouldn't unless they directly affect your life or your life's in danger or they're threatening you or they're doing slander or libel or anything that's not protected under freedom of speech. Then, you know, you fight at your own risk. (laughs) Right. I mean, that that's what I'm saying. But like, I mean, obviously, like, but people like you and I that have agency can like, we don't we, like, we don't really look at all these shit like, you know, like, we don't like derive our meeting from tweets, right? Whereas like a lot of people do. And like, that's a problem. And people can be easily manipulated. You know, but that's not a problem um, of freedom of speech. That's just like, <laughs> but it can be it can get to that. Because I mean, that, you know, like, like Twitter and all this internet, like, that's, that's definitely like a product of, of freedom of speech. I don't think you have freedom of speech when you're online. Like if you're using a public platform like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, there's just things you can't say or you'll get banned or at minimum blacklisted or shadow block or whatever the word you want to sure, use. Yeah. Right. So it's like you don't really have freedom of speech in public. You really only have it in private. And honestly, like if I was going to tell a fucked up joke, I would do it in private anyway. Like it makes no sense for me to put it out there in the world like what what good does that do you know what i mean like it's between people that are like-minded and it's just dark humor and you're relating with your friends like it's not meant to be like publicly shaming and chastising other people you know what i mean like there's a time and place for everything but i think the fact that you can't even say it is a little retarded and the word retarded in general is a hot topic which is funny to me because like it's it means nothing it really like people put too much meaning on fucking everything um what was i gonna say like the shit what was i gonna say like what was the last thing you said about the <laughs> said a lot of things <laughs> well, my, my overall point is that like i don't like the idea that people oh oh yeah I, I know what i was gonna say yeah i got banned from facebook for what like, permanently i don't even know like i've never posted anything on my facebook account literally ever i tried to go back onto it after like four or five years probably just so i could go on like facebook marketplace and 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 try to sell stuff but i was like banned for life probably because they started listening to this podcast and i said women shouldn't have the right to vote maybe that (laughs) well that's what so like that's part that's freedom of speech like do you think you should have a consequence for saying that if you want to pick and choose well that, that that that's 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 like the thing I mean, no, because I think that that's like a good thing, but 
But that's my whole point. Like, so like when you get into this topic of freedom of speech, like you and the person that doesn't agree with you are going to fight to see who has the most control over it. And I don't think either is good. I don't think you should dictate what other people can say. And I don't think other people should dictate what you say. Like I said, unless it's a life threatening situation or causes a shit ton of damage or, you know, whatever the case may be. But like, that's what I'm saying. So like you picking and choosing what people should and shouldn't, what should and shouldn't say is that's why we're in kind of the mess that we're in is people just want to control speech from their own lens. And I think it should be objective and I think it should be fair. Well, like here's another way that I look at this with like me getting banned from Facebook is like, number one, like I never used Facebook anyways. Number two, like I can just go sell my stuff on like another platform. So like I can just, you know, like honestly, like I just, I moved on. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like I don't have to go on this like, oh, I got banned from Facebook. You know, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter because like I, I feel like your, most of your opinions are not of the, the narrative that most people our age view. No. So it's like, it does, it's not right. even a thing with Facebook. Um, it's just like any social media has the aptitude and the ability to do that at the blink of an eye. Even YouTube. Yeah, like, but I can people just. People have been fighting yeah, against censorship with YouTube for it. years. That is true. I'll, g- I'll give you that. The YouTube is like the one situation where I would care. But at the end of the day, like I'm still proud of like this podcast we've made. Like if it all just ended tomorrow, I would be like, man. You realize it's never monetizable on, on YouTube. Like it has to be all done from outside sponsors, assuming they don't have a problem with it either. You realize that, right? Well, yeah, I, I do understand <laughs> that too. But like then again, like I make all my money from other things anyways. So well, no, my my point is that you there's not that you need the money. My point is that like because of what you say that directly affects how things will happen to you <laughs> oh yeah no i i agree with that it's a consequence of being able to say what you want and elon musk had a similar thing he was because were we talking about this last time or i mean talking I, like, I think we were yes yeah, so it's yeah. like the sentiment um, like if i if i can say whatever i want and the me losing money is a consequence then so be it you know what i mean it's like as long as you understand what you're getting yourself into you can't really complain about it but in a perfect world do i wish people would just chill the fuck out yes but again, like I know, right. like on Facebook, like I'm smart. Like I have posted the most insanely grotesque, dark, sexual humor shit on Facebook. But the trick is, you don't do it yourself. You share like stuff from other people on your wall. Like so, like I don't like type political rants or type offensive shit. I always like find it and then share it to my thing. So like they get in trouble, I don't get in trouble for sharing it. So that's kind of the trick on Facebook. As long as you don't like personally post it, like the picture of the the writing. It doesn't matter right. because if Facebook takes it down, it'll just be blank or say that this content's no longer available, but they don't give you any sort of repercussions. So <laughs> just because you shared it, um, just funny to me. <laughs> it's like, you're not right. directly responsible, but you're kind of are, but whatever. We're not there yet. Well, maybe in five years. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, well, so really just like the ultimate thing is just like, Okay, so I'd, I would much rather live in the times when there was none of this communication bullshit and anything that was divergent, uh, the church could just suppress it and no one really figured out about it, right? And then everyone was just chilling. But mm. obviously I have to accept that that's not the reality anymore. Like that, they, that is just impossible to go back to that, you know? Um, so now I do agree with you with what, with what you're saying and all that stuff. But just, I, I I think a lot of people just don't see that. Like, there's just a bunch of things outside of it, you know? What do you mean? Like, like when it comes to, like, really any issue, because just people have to understand, like, just the 
the principles of of classical liberalism and like where they come from and everything and like the whole like you know like i think the the whole founding of america like a lot of people just don't understand and stuff like that just because people aren't taught correct history um actually you know that like add that to the list of people the stuff that people think is fake a lot of people think that the middle ages are fake what like yeah there's what you, this... like what about them just that they didn't like how do you i'm, I'm confused so, oh sorry I, I didn't i didn't specify like there's this one guy who made this theory that like I forgot what time range it is, but like a good hundred years, he thinks, was like made up on the calendar and it never actually happened. And that's why he what? says like, oh, the reason that there was like, that like the, the Middle Ages is so like homogenous is just because like it, it was all like the span of like, love. it was, it was like a, a short time span. Like he doesn't think that it was like this long. Uh, I don't know how to respond to that. Like what, I mean what <laughs> how do you so he think he thinks it's all a conspiracy from like what is the conspiracy the... though like what is he claiming didn't happen like historical events in the middle ages or like wh yes what? like it, it, it he thinks that like and I, okay i don't agree with this by the way i must state but what he's not. saying he's is that retarded. like <laughs> is that like from the fall of rome to well, like right after the fall of rome to the renaissance like it was a much smaller period of time and the idea that it was longer than that was like a conspiracy of the calendar makers. So it was like the Pope and the church and like all these like certain kings in the European kingdoms all conspired to make to make. And I'm like, OK, no, <laughs> what? I don't like even. OK, so let's say that the dates are wrong. Like, so like historical events that happened, they didn't happen as long. Like, right. I, he, I don't get what he's trying to argue. No, <laughs> but like, well, he's that, that, that's just kind of like a little thing to make it sound like it's more realistic like it was only this amount of time so he says a lot of these big things that we think of and like historical like events like none of that ever really happened okay like charlemagne and all that stuff like that never happened i mean i'm of the camp where it's like we don't have a, like 100 percent context and some letters might have been fake like we we might have some dates wrong on things but like I don't get how you can fake an entire section of world history for a hundred years. Like that's impressive if someone was able to do that. Oh well, no, it's it's more than a hundred years. It's like or a couple hundred. What the like, fuck? It's like eight hundred to like fourteen hundred. <laughs> it's that's... quite a bit of time. <laughs> how do people even get that's... on that? Because like I I'm really trying to like get into the brains of conspiracy theory. Because like that's why I like them. I'm trying it's, to see like okay. what is the reason why people think this or like what like. What's the evidence it's just for be, it? Like, it's just because like they hate Western culture and they, they they want to figure out any sort of sliver of anything to undermine it. You know, like that was the whole Da Vinci Code and all that stuff. I don't know if they want to undermine Western culture. I think they just well, sure they do. They just like <laughs> well, maybe it's a byproduct, but they just generally have this disconnect where they they think that they know something like they think they're special and they know something that's esoteric only to them so well, yeah that's I, also I, well i'm really trying to get a grasp on this here so a couple hundred years has not actually been a couple hundred years in terms of historical offense it's been less time and a lot of them didn't happen yeah that's the scope so like of a it. lot of big right so like a lot of big famous events and all that stuff like why specifically like, the middle ages like what's so like it okay like i need to go back and like sorry this is fascinatingly again, stupid my, to me but like 
Right, but like my understanding is that like so the reason that like the the Middle Ages itself is so long and stretched out and it's so not, homogenous, <laughs> it, it 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 I mean it is compared to other periods. But what like um, what are you talking about? Like are you talking about England? Or are you talking about Spain? Like what what fucking? That's what I'm saying. Well, it's retarded. Um, no, that, like what are they talking that, about? That's a good point. No, that that's a good point. But he's just like, and I agree with you. But he's just saying like because like it's so homogenous and all this stuff, and there was no you know growth so to speak like it's it's because it was all fake and they didn't know how to fill in the gaps well so that's arguments <laughs> for the okay, dark ages just... because there's not that much documentation about especially I, th- I think it's in england or sometimes in just western europe in general but i like i mean there there is i know there I is but not as like... much as the middle ages that's what's funny to me like the dark ages i could see but the middle ages especially no, but the, the dark ages like <laughs> no but the, the the dark ages means the middle ages but the, like the what most people don't understand is like the dark ages is, is like a theatrical term like that's not an actual like historians don't use that that's like a cultural kind of idea so they lumped that that like, with the middle ages now right cuz like people when they think of like western history all they think of it is it's it's literally just rome middle ages enlightenment and like that's it so what are it's they, like a trilogy <laughs> it's just a matter of categorization then so like what do they consider the middle ages like the 700s to the 14 like what like what's the middle ages period it's, now no the, the middle ages is just the fall of rome to the renaissance what i need, I, i'm go by years like it's been a while since i've learned this shit and they keep changing everything um let's see what are the Middle Ages? Just so I can get a clear geological, we're not geological, so I can get a clear timeline of what we're talking about here. So the late fifth century to the late fifteenth century. So that that makes sense, yeah. So I, so even then, it makes no fucking sense. So it's like, well, like, so like, okay. The point is that like the Middle Ages are long and homogenous. That's that's the that's the evidence for that they're faked. Okay, and I'm sure there's more to it, but I'm sure there's more to really it. I'm just trying to get a general synopsis of like what the fuck is happening right now because this is. Well, it, that's just like him. Like that. That's just like a. Like 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 that that that's just evidence and stuff like that. And he's like coincidence. I think not. But then it's like. A lot of it is just the whole conspiracy thing. Okay, so now they say early Middle Ages, high Middle Ages, and late Middle Ages. Okay. That's kind of true. I guess I could see that. 500 to oh. 1050 is middle or uh, early Middle Ages. High Middle Ages is 1050 to 1300. And late Middle Ages is the early Renaissance from 1300 to 1500. So, like, it's right. just a fucking word game. They just call it a different shit. But, like, so from 500 to 1500... So, thousand years. <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> Just like what? So, a thousand years has not actually been a thousand years, in terms. That's of... the whole point. Yeah, that's the whole theory. I mean, I I guess I can understand like like the changing of calendars and maybe I I mean in some weird way like the the actual characterization of time and historical events happening when they said they did is a little bit off that I could see because that actually could be some bounds in reality but the fact that like but again I still don't see the point of like what like what historical events do they say didn't happen like they say like it didn't happen at all like they were just totally faked yeah what is this guy's name I really need to look this up 
I don't remember. Fuck. But and I forgot I forgot the name of the theory too. The Middle Ages are faked. Let's see. Let's see what pops up. Phantom time conspiracy theory. Yes, that is it. It's the phantom time conspiracy. I now know what I'm doing for the rest of the night. The phantom time <laughs> conspiracy theory is a conspiracy theory asserted by Herbert Illig, first published in 1991. It hypothesizes a conspiracy by the Holy Roman Emperor Otto III, Pope Sylvester II, nice. and possibly the Byzantine Emperor Constantine VII to fabricate the Anno Domini dating system retroactively in order to place them at the special year of AD 1000 and to rewrite history to legitimize Otto's claim to the Holy Roman Empire. Illig believed that this right. was achieved through alteration, misrepresentation, and forgery of documentary and physical evidence. According to this scenario, the entire Carolingian period, including the figure of Charlemagne, is a fabrication with a phantom time of 297 years from 614 to 911 added to the early Middle Ages. So he is theorizing that Charlemagne did not exist. Yes, which is bullshit. Interesting. <laughs> Let's see the claims. There is I a scarcity of archaeological evidence that can be reliably dated to the period of 614 to 911. Uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of artifacts from this time frame, unless they're lying about the carbon dating, so that is strike number one. Second one is that the dating methods used for such recent periods, radiometry and dendrochronology, are inaccurate. Well, I don't know anything about radiometry and dendrochronology, so they might be inaccurate, but there's no evidence to suggest otherwise that this dude's claiming. Well, I guess it's just a general synopsis. I'm sure there is, but it's not mentioned here. Medieval historians rely too much on written sources. Well, they say the written sources are artifacts because they didn't have fucking video. So right. It's like, well, yeah, it's point? like, right. I'm like, what other source do you expect <laughs> to get it from? Like, what? <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. Are you kidding me? They only rely too much on written sources. Wow. The presence of the Romanesque <laughs> architecture in 10th century Western Europe suggests that the Roman era was not as long ago as conventionally thought. It just, it, it just stayed there because it's like, why are we going to tear down these great buildings? Like, <laughs> At the time of the introduction of the Gregorian calendar in 1582, there should have been a discrepancy of 13 days between the Julian calendar and the real or tropical calendar when the astronomers and mathematicians working for Pope Gregory the whatever... 13th had found that the <laughs> sorry it took me a second had found that the civil calendar yeah. needed to be adjusted by only 10 days from this Illig concludes that the 80 era had counted roughly three centuries which never existed okay three centuries over here yeah refutation <laughs> i'm not reading all this but i mean i okay so his, his big thing is that charlemagne didn't happen there's 300 years of history that didn't happen because Lack of archaeological evidence and religion rely relying on too much of uh, written sources. So, I think out of all conspiracy theories, this one is probably the most retarded. It because <laughs> like flat Earth, I could see like that's a that's a pretty simple concept that you can get a lot of people behind. But like this one is just hard to prove. Like I like how are you gonna prove that three hundred years is just missing? Like even if that's true, yeah. 
Like, that's so convoluted, yeah, really. especially, like, the arguing about calendar days. Like, you'd have to fucking go back to the beginning of time since we've started. Like, right. I don't, I don't know. Like, that's, that's, that's a, that's a big hill to die on. That's a, that's a, that's an uphill boulder climb. But, interesting. Right. Her, Herbert Illig. Dude, so, you know how, so, so like, it, it, it says that Charlemagne is, is fake, I'm, I know, like, a lot of people think that Muhammad was fake. So, but then I got curious because I was like, oh, wait, I know, like, you can't depict Muhammad. So I just looked up Muhammad and then went to images. <laughs> and I see a picture. I see a picture of the queen. And it just says, the queen may be a child of the prophet Muhammad. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. And then it says, from the economist, Muslims consider Queen Elizabeth's ties to the prophet Muhammad. <laughs> Dude, I can't imagine like how much infidelic death would occur if people try to prove that Muhammad was fake. <laughs> oh no, people like, I mean, they kind of essentially, in a way, they have. Um, <laughs> no, that happens. That definitely does. Um, no, like, there's not even any historical evidence at all that he existed. Like it, like in the slightest, actually. Well, it's like unless you don't have a fucking body, how are you supposed to prove it? Like you can't really. No, no, because of, because of like out, out, like because of like outside sources and stuff like that of people talking about him, where it's like the, you don't have anything like that. Like up up until like maybe like over a hundred years after he was dead, like one hundred and fifty years after he was dead. There's finally some mention of him outside of, of the Quran, and I believe the Hadith or or whatever. But like, there's no like with with Jesus. Like, there's multiple like Roman and Jewish historians at the time of Jesus that like wrote about him in in their in their journals and like in their texts and all that stuff. Yeah. So like, they know that he was a real person, right? And a lot of them talked about how they saw him like being crucified and all this stuff. And it was like, you know, the Nazarene preacher and everything. And so like, they're like, all right. Yeah. So like the historical figure of Jesus was real. Right. But it's like, there's nothing like that with Muhammad. So they're like, yeah, like we don't have enough like evidence to conclude that like he was real. I mean, we, they just like, don't really know. I mean, like the Quran, that is evidence. Right. Um, but they're like, they're just not, that's just not like good enough evidence right like that that is evidence but you know i mean like, this is the like, fatal flaw of like learning ancient history and archaeology right so it's like you really have to go on like a bunch of accounts of other people trying to claim that this person was real in this records because like out of this phantom time hypothesis the the one thing that could be credible is that or credible is that charlemagne could be like a king arthur type legend because like if these three fucking leaders really wanted to fake a guy like that and like falsified documents like there's instances in history that of that happening but most for the most part like a lot of them are caught but like there's a lot of historical figures that people are not or the historians are not sure if they're real like ragnar lothbrook um i mean sure, obviously yeah. king arthur himself i wish I'm right, I, I, yeah like i'm not i'm not saying that like muhammad's the only one or the like other you know yeah but so like i mean so that part of the theory no, I, but I like could see but like king you can believe, arthur but like faking 300 no, years but, and that the year is 1720 is, is is a big stretch that is a stretch <laughs> but like the muhammad thing like no but like that that's someone who we generally do understand is real whereas like king arthur like we were like yeah he was real you know um 
But, um, what's like, but like, I wouldn't be surprised, like, for Charlemagne, like, there's probably some Muslim sources that, that talk about him. I mean, it's hard, again, like, they said, the only reason why we know Jesus is real because of all the outside historical records that have, especially with the Romans, right? Like, he documented his crucifixion. They could have technically falsified that. We have no idea. Like, it just takes, it just takes people's best guesswork and, you know, sleuthing to put the pieces together and make an assertion that, you know, it's highly likely that jesus was a real person as opposed to saying definitively he was a real person based off of archaeological and historical records um well well, i mean that that is a flaw in science right well that's what i'm saying so like because it was so long ago technically it could be either way it's just how much compelling evidence is there for him existing and how much is there for him not existing so that's that's what i'm saying so like i'm not disagreeing just the fact that like you can falsify documents and that's like, the only source of you know reference we have in the modern world now so you can carbon date artifacts and bodies and most likely make discernions of who people were and if they were real so i get that that logic and that actual thing can be kind of tricky but i don't know like <laughs> for the most part right <laughs> um but it's like i mean like you can do the same thing with like george washington Cause it's like you know that could have been fake, you know. <laughs> it's true, it could. Yeah, like I mean, but we do have a lot some, of letters I mean, like that was supposedly. It could be supposedly written by George Washington. You never know; it could be faked. But you have like linguist experts, so like if it wasn't an actual George Washington, it's definitely the same guy pretending to be, or he, if he's just a figurehead for the country and he wasn't real, you know. But there's a lot of historical right, but evidence like, claiming these, and we have his body in Mount Vernon and his house. True. So true. But you but know. yeah, because 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 that's the thing, is like, the the reason I don't believe, in in most of these like this person wasn't real or unless like Muhammad I I, I kind of do believe that. You but, don't think he was real? Um, no, but I I I, I am I am kind of dubious. I'm not saying like he wasn't real, but I'm like there's reason to believe that he wasn't. Whereas like a lot of these things, um, you know, like human beings are just so bad at keeping secrets. You know, like, especially like if George Washington wasn't real, we totally would have figured that out by now. Like that, 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 that cat, like that, that whole thing would have been totally out of the bag. <laughs> they would have, you know? like, a lot of people would have to put a lot of work because like that wasn't super, yeah, super like, it's, long it, ago. So like that was right, almost exactly. to the invention. I mean, I know it's far away, but like, it's very close to the invention of photographs. So that's, you know, like there's paintings, a lot of paintings of him, a lot of historical documents of people you know recognizing him a lot of his own personal fucking letters like i said his body his estate everything so like someone i can't even imagine the amount of length and secrecy that i'd have to go into faking him as a person well, just right. as an idea and like just, right and like human beings just aren't good at doing that so that's why i don't really <laughs> that would be you know, really, really funny really if it turns out that. that like we finally figured out that george washington was not a real person that'd be fucking hilarious <laughs> i love it. i mean i'd be kind of I've I've become a bum because I like George Wash I love George Washington, but I mean, if you really think about it, like obviously there's more compelling evidence to suggest that he was a real person, but just like him as an idea is a great figurehead for to start your nation or a thing to get people behind. Is, and yeah. Politicians love having a figurehead to fucking fall back on because they're not, you know, good enough to do it themselves, so they have to have an idea, at least. So I mean, it would make sense why they would fake somebody like George Washington as like a unification of the United States of America, or at least, you know, the formation of it. Um, 
So right, and he's like an honorable man. It makes sense. Allegedly, um, like, you don't know. But there's like I said, there's right, more evidence to it, say that he was versus that he wasn't. Obviously, the whole slaves thing is the product of the times debate that you can have for fucking hours. But um, no, that that's not really what I go. I guess you're getting. I thought you were getting at like you know like well he did this in his private life and it's like well i mean at, at that time like how really would you know well that's what i'm saying you don't really was. know i mean i i don't i mean it's been forever since i learned about him but i i feel like most other people thought he was exemplary exemplary however the fuck you say that word exceptional as a human being in his private life i think out of all of them i think thomas jefferson was probably the worst or like ben franklin <laughs> yeah he was a lazy man yeah, them too. But like uh the rest of them I really do respect. Um but then again, like by like modern standards, like what they did really wasn't that bad, you know. I think out um, of all of them, George Washington probably um again, this is from me just remembering from school. I don't know if this is actually the case. But he's probably the least like shitty out of all of them. And it's really funny that he wore like a lot of pink suits and pink coats cuz that was like the manly uh, a studious really? color, yeah. His um, if you go to Mount Vernon, oh, he, they have like this like. I wonder it, how true that is. <laughs> no, it's true. Like like blue and pink were switched back in the day. Also, I don't know if you knew this, beer used to be the effeminate drink. So when all the all the royals in Greece were drinking wine, that was like the manly, sophisticated drink, and then beer was like the the low class, effeminate kind of drink. So that was also switched before then. But yeah. A lot of uh, actually, I, I I could see that. Um, well, because beer has traditionally been more of like a that wasn't really a Roman or Greek thing. Yeah, that was more of like a German thing. Well, as Egyptians, because, Egyptians because were the ones like, that popularized beer. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, but, but like that was that was like a big separation of like how you understood Europe at the time. It's like because for a long time, like German or Gothic just meant non-Roman, right? Um, but but yeah. Yeah, so if you go to Mount Vernon, you can see like his suit thing that's on display, and like it's it's like a worn out brown slash gray now, but you has a twinge of pink. So like back in the day, it was it was full pink. Okay. So that was the manly color back in that day. I like it when he wears his black. I like it when they wear their black like long coats. It just it looks cool. <laughs> I want. I'm actually curious. I'm wondering where uh where pink was changed to the feminine color. When I don't know. Did um pink switch to a feminine color? Because it's definitely not in my lifetime. So I guess loosely from actually looking at it, it's Eisenhower, yeah, but like nineteen fifty three, when his wife. Wore a pink dress as her inaugural gown, so I guess they have thought to have that be a turning point for the color, as a feminine. That's the thing, like just pink in general, just seems just like newer to me, you know. Like you don't really see anything, like not like just male men aren't wearing, but like I don't really see any women wearing pink. I guess you know, like in, in old paintings and pictures and stuff. Well, that's like that. because it was a like, masculine color, so it's like if you go back to the 18th century um you'll oh, no, no 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 but like that's that's not what i'm saying is that like i just i i think it's like when you just see how most people dressed in general like it just wasn't really that like it, it wasn't really any vibrant colors like it was just kind of like uh like neutral or like you know like just like a navy or like a 
uh, maroon or something. Like it wasn't any like vibrant like colors like that. I'm not saying like every pink is vibrant, but I, I guess like, like can pink. you see where I'm getting at? I like. I think shit I pink do. Is fucking cool. I like it. I like it on guitars. I don't like hot. I don't like hot pink. Yeah, hot pink I, is I, I love. I don't like hot pink either. I don't like hot. I don't like any hot highlighter color. Orange, yellow, yeah, I don't like fucking pink. I don't. <laughs> yeah, any of those neon colors, I think, look yeah, really bad. Not but a like, fan. I no, but uh, yeah, I, I I do like some. Like, there's that really light shade of pink that I think looks really nice. Yeah, that's shell pink. Um, it's like a classic light pink. That's what I'm saying. That's what looks cool on guitars. I actually oh, want a pink yeah, suit. yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah, I want a pink yeah, suit I, so bad. I went to Express the other day because I'm I'm buying clothes for a wedding. And I was like, dude, I really want a fucking really? pink suit. <laughs> a shell pink suit wouldn't really... Look, or, like, That's maybe sick. get, like, a shell pink... Like, get a shell pink coat and then just wear, like, some other color on the bottom. Yeah. Do you remember all those annoying neckbeards that used to wear the tough guys wear pink shirts back in the day? I do remember that. Those guys were fucking <laughs> retarded because they just wanted to get pussy by showing girls they were comfortable with themselves. It's just like, we're in middle school. No one even knows about that yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I, I remember when I was in middle school, I would wear... Like I wore shell pink polo shirts, you know, like it just yeah. people just make like such a big deal about all. It's like really like what? I just think it's funny that Eisenhower's wife was the one to change that around because she her favorite color was pink. So now like it's an effeminate color because she liked to wear it like she's the poster child for that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I love purple. I think purple is so cool. Purple and gold, I think, is my favorite combo. Yeah, that that is a good combination. Um, but I love like a violet and lavender and all that stuff. It's it's so majestic. I love purple so much. Honestly, if I can think of the most effeminate color, it's probably lavender or like anything pastel. Like in my that. head, right? Which a pink can be a pastel kind of color too, like the shell pink. But I think it's a combination of like blue and pink. Um. And like lavender. <laughs> yeah, color is interesting. Um, oh shit! How many genders are in color? You'll <laughs> never know. Um, but but yeah, George Washington wore pink. Got more slave yeah, pussy but, than um, anybody. I thought that was Thomas Jefferson. Oh, sure, that is Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think George Washington did anything like that. I think the one thing that people criticize him for, again, which is just being a product of the times, was like the 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 misconception that he had wooden teeth, but it was like teeth from slaves. What? No, it's just, it's wooden teeth. No, like, it's a misnomer. <laughs> Did people? Oh, he had slaves from teeth. Like, wait, sorry, te teeth from slaves. Yeah, yeah, it's a misconception that he had wooden teeth because that again, that's another thing that schools taught us because they didn't want to teach us the actual shit. <laughs> like. I think that's the other way around. Like, I, I really don't think that happened. <laughs> like, he forcibly took people's teeth. Oh, I don't know. I'm just the fact that like, he didn't really? have wooden. I didn't, I didn't. I don't think they claimed that he forcibly took their teeth. I think he just had teeth that were from slate. I don't know. I'm not. That's not what I'm claiming. But what I'm saying is like the fact that he didn't have wooden teeth. Like that's. That's not a thing. No, but like a, a lot of people would get wooden teeth back then. Like that wasn't uncommon. Like I think they just they say that just to put some irrelevant like unique quality of him and it's like 
And I didn't really think that mattered because like a, a lot of people's like dental care back then was god awful. No, I know right? that, but the fact that it, like he didn't have it because they actually have his dentures like as an artifact. So like he didn't have wooden teeth. Like he had like actual like teeth that were put in. Oh. Yeah. So like that's oh, okay. what I'm saying. So like it's it's proven that he didn't have it. Is what I'm saying. I don't yeah. know why they taught us well, that. That's fair, but if like I think that the whole idea that it is from slip that 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 that's just added on. That's made up. That that's where I stand on that. But if he had wouldn't like I, whatever I don't know. I don't know for sure. I just that's what I'm saying. Like I, if he actually had teeth made from slaves, or if they gave it to him, or if he took it, whatever the fuck. I just know it's what people criticize him for. I just think it's dumb that like we learned that he had wooden teeth when he didn't fucking have wooden teeth, or the cherry tree thing. Like I think that's also not real. That was just a weird story that what? got passed around about him chopping down the Wait. cherry tree in Japan. What? Like what cherry tree? You what never heard the the story of George Washington chopping down a cherry tree when he was a kid? No, I've never heard of this. Are you kidding? Uh, no, I am not. That's like all I fucking remember learning in elementary school. How do you not remember that? All I learned is that George Washington was a farmer growing up, and. He then like just he got into the military and became a military general, right? And then it's like he didn't really want to do it, but he did it. Like he he led the Continental Army against the British just because he he thought it was the right thing to do. And he spent his whole life just wanting to be like he just wanted to go back to the farm and just live a nice normal life. But he didn't because he was like, no, I got a greater duty to do, and he did it. And like that's why we commend him. Apparently there's that's a... really all, like I all like the cherry tree. Like, I had never really heard of that. I mean, I remember learning it. So the story goes that when Washington also... was six years old, he received a hatchet as a gift. After which he promptly went and cut down his father's favorite cherry tree. When his father found out about it, he was understandably angry and confronted his son, asking if he had done it. To which little George replied that yes, indeed he had done it. And those with those brave words, father's anger melted away, and he embraced his son exclaiming that his honesty was worth more than a thousand trees so like it was supposed to be like an uplift on his character like he couldn't tell a lie oh um oh oh i thought you said cherry like i thought you were meaning like cherry blossom what tree no, cherry tree not cherry. So I, I was like i was like that's th yeah he I, went I to japan like, and cut down a cherry tree and then yeah that's what i'm saying i was like are people really saying that right no 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 but no. <laughs> Or like, there, no, I think there was no one where like they say he was strong enough to throw a, a silver dollar across the Potomac. Like, there's a bunch of weird like myths about George Washington that people just fucking said for no reason. Yeah, no, that I actually I do know, but um, I still think he was a great man and he's a great first president. But also, like, it's just like he was like the, it was unprecedented what he did in like world history when everyone was like. Like they were offering the crown. They're like, no, 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 just, just be our king. Like we love you. And he's like, nah, I don't need that. And then he just like, and he could have, he could have even like stayed president for his entire. But he's like, no, nope, I've done my time. This is what we all agree to, and I'll step down. You know, like that's honorable. But was he hot though, by your standards? Um, <laughs> let me okay, let me look at the pictures of him. <laughs> without the wig. Well, I could do without the wig. Let me see. George Washington. Yeah, those wigs look. <laughs> George Washington without wig. Let me look up. Without wig. 
Let's see George Washington myths. I mean, he just looks like an average Englishman. Average Englishman. So, generic white dude. Yeah, but I like how he dresses. I think that's good. <laughs> Very astute. There's this, there's the one that, the, you know how there's like the main picture that everyone says? Yeah. Like, but then there's like the, the second one that's like the second most famous. I like that second picture a lot. But like the, the presidential picture, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks cool. I'll give him that, but. I mean, it's hard to tell what people actually look like back then. Right. And like, I mean, the painting is very good, right? Like that was. This is post-Renaissance art. Like, people know how to, right, like, paint things and make it look real, right, um, or a lot better than what, you know, they did in, before, like, in the Middle Ages, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think uh, Thomas Jefferson looks a lot better. I think it's funny that Benjamin Franklin was the one that was a ladies man and i think i was listening to a thing about right he i was gonna always, say like, that apparently he was very I athletic was... and people like loved his calves they said that he had nice calves and he would like show them off true <laughs> true and well then again i mean like yeah it was different time you know so i guess yeah. beauty standards are different but also like i mean i do know a lot of guys that like they're athletic but they're not fit right so like I can see how like that would be attractive, you know. Like there's I know a lot of people like they, they're really fat, but like they're still like they still know how to like play sports and stuff like that. They, they can throw and catch balls. They can like juke people and stuff like that. Like they, you know, like they could do it better than I can, right? So, <laughs> I guess I can see why he would outcompete me in there. Well, I think like he had some illness or some injury later in his life. So like all the depictions we see of him are from that. But like apparently he just wasn't like yeah, that. Yeah, I before. didn't. Yeah, I didn't necessarily think that he looked like that his whole life. I think that was just probably... Oh, yeah, let me look up Benjamin Franklin. I just think it's funny he had syphilis. Like, he just fucking fucked around so much in France. Caught that bullshit. That was Jefferson. No, that was Franklin. Yeah, it was Jefferson. Or maybe it was Franklin, too, but Jefferson is the one everyone knows. But he was, like, in France the whole time. Are you, I think you're thinking of Franklin. No, no, no. It, the, the one that everyone shits on that he was in France the whole time of the revolution is Jefferson. No, I mean, not the whole time. I meant like he was, Ben Franklin, like, fucked around a lot in France. He did. I, I, I actually, I, no, I, you are right. Yeah, he, he did that too, but it was also Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. And he's the one who gets more shit for it. Because Benjamin Franklin didn't, like, like, he wasn't a politician. Like, he didn't have, like, any... Like, he, he was never, like, holding a, a public office, right? He never really had a... I mean, he was very wise, right? And he has a bunch of, like, cool, like, you know, writings and stuff like that of his view on life. And... But, like, Jefferson was, like, a politician and he had all these things. And that's why everyone was mad at him when he had... When he's... They're like, well, like, what right do you have to say of how this should be wrong? Because you like, weren't even fighting with us. So, like, you know? <laughs> Whereas, like, Ben Franklin, like, never got involved in any of that. Oh, the other thing I remember about Jefferson was that he was just a nasty fucking dude to everyone. <laughs> yeah, he was an asshole. Yeah. Him and, was it Hamilton? Like, who was the one that always wanted to, like, duel people and, like, shoot them? Um, I want to say that was Aaron Burr. Oh, that was Aaron Burr. I, was, I don't know why I thought it was a 
Yeah, Aaron Burr, sir. <laughs> Do you like Hamilton? Like the musical? No, I'm not a musical guy. You know me. And the yeah, fact they like, mix rap with it, I just want to... F- no. It's... You're like, Will, I'm not gay. I'm not fucking gay. <laughs> I don't like rap musicals. I'm not a white girl with right. curly hair. <laughs> and suspenders. Right. Or Will. Or Will. <laughs> I'm not a male with curly hair and fedoras and Jewish robes. Right. I love uh, Jewish robes. <laughs> yeah. But, um... I still love George Washington. I think he's cool. I wonder how he died. George Washington died. How old he was? Well, that and or just how, how, how did he die? I think he just he just died at old age, I think. How did George Washington die? Epi- epiglottitis? Epiglottitis? Epiglottitis. Fuck is that? What, what hippopotamus? Hippopotamus. What? Epiglottitis. I'm sure I'm saying this wrong. It's a throat infection. Was... So he got that. He got throated. Right. I don't even think there's any hippopotamus on the on the whole Americas and the whole Western Hemisphere. <laughs> he got stomped by a fucking hippo. Bro. Those things are dangerous, man. You went on an <laughs> African hunt. Right. Oh, dude, we got to go on a safari. <laughs> I'm down. I just don't want to be in the grass or in the water. I want to go to Africa at some point. And do what, Will? Go on a spiritual journey? See Africa. <laughs> like I just, I, I just, I want to be there and see how things are run down there. Like how I want to see any other country. <laughs> any other country of Africa? <laughs> well, yeah, no, I know, I know. I'm saying just Africa in general. <laughs> um, I, I want to go to Kenya. Um, cause that's like the most stereotypical African country. Kenya? Um, that Nigeria. Oh yeah, just look up. No, cause like look up pictures of, of Kenya. It has all of like the animals and like the safaris and like the whole, you know, the savannah and all that stuff. Mm. That's what people think of when they think of Africa. I mean, also Nigeria, but people I think are like, you know, that that's like West Africa or I don't know. Like, a lot of people are just like, yeah, just Africa. You know? <laughs> Every time someone asks me like what country I want to go to in Africa, I don't know why I get put in positions where people ask me that. I always say Egypt. And they look at me like I'm fucking stupid. Well, yeah, because I mean, I also don't think of Egypt as an African country, but which is like, wild, <laughs> William. Right. But most but wild most people William. just well. Well, because when I think African, I think sub-Saharan African. Like, not like Egypt is part of the Near East. It's not really part of Africa. <laughs> I mean, it's in Africa, hence the name. Um, I want to go to Sub-Saharan Ethiopia. Africa. <laughs> Ethiopia, man. Ethiopia, dude. Yeah, I want to see all their, food. They got all cool churches there. Ethiopian food fucking slaps. I love their injera mm. bread. Shout out to Ethiopians. Dude, we got to try this. Shout out to Ethiopians, man. <laughs> All around the world. All around the world, wherever they may be. Dude, and then it's like our, I look at the the the, the analytics, and then it's like, <laughs> we see that like it just shoots up, like the, 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 the Ethiopian viewership skyrockets <laughs> like, through the roof. <laughs> I'm going to get a P.O. box. You can email me all your injera. Yep. Did and I like, say email? From <laughs> Right. You say fucking Zoomer. Shut up. <laughs> Email but, me all um, your food. That's not a starving joke. I'm just generally hungry. Um I, I've I've never actually 
tried Ethiopian food. Dude, there's if you if you tell me I don't even know what it is. Like if you're telling me it's good, okay, I'll take your word for it's it. It's good. Like I said, the there's one that's near actually where you live, so we can go there and you can review it. But there's one in Richmond that's fucking awesome. Um, it's like really spicy, chopped up meats, spices, and like it's served mm. on like I said, injera is like the sourdough tasting flatbread, but it's made with Ooh. a a teff. It's kind of like it's oh, it's okay. it's a plant that's like wheat, but it has like no gluten. So people that are gluten intolerant can eat it, but it tastes exactly like bread. It's not like a bread substitute. It's it's just another, what is it? Because bread substitute, you could tell has not bread. They consider wheat a grain, right? Am I not retarded? Is wheat a grain? Yeah, I think it is. So it's a grain, I guess. Amount of food things, people, I don't know. (laughs) Right. I saw, there's one I saw in Washington, but it was in a really bad neighborhood, so I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to go there. Yeah, some Ethiopian places are in weird neighborhoods, just like randomly sprawled, but sometimes those are the best ones. Like It's like most foreign food, if they're just in a random bullshit strip mall somewhere, or they're like next to an auto shop, it's usually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, What about like, okay, obviously I, th- I think South Africa is like the most palatable for like people like us is this because there's more white um, people there william you feel comfortable around that, more white people that is exactly what it is <laughs> um i mean there isn't really that many white people there anyway but no but it's just Compared the way that like the government African works countries though, right say. that's what i'm saying like just yeah comparatively speaking it's just there's there's more like um just the way that things run there it just it's more similar to like a western country aren't they fucking like, like the other places under collapse like aren't they like doing awful right now <laughs> the way that they're being run <laughs> that's true but i'm i'm speaking more generally <laughs> what a like, parallel as as if that like wasn't happening <laughs> what what do you mean as if that wasn't happening what is that even <laughs> like i i would want to see like, like, like assuming well you walk around your eyes happening. closed like <laughs> Well, no, 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 but, like, there's things... No, okay, but, like, there's a point where, like, that wasn't happening, and, like, I knew people that actually did visit there, and they said it was very nice, and I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm like, all right, like, if I'm, like, living in this world where, like, none of that is happening, like, that's where I'm saying, like, yeah, okay, I guess I would like to go to South Africa, you know? Like, I mean, like, there's stuff happening in, like, like all the cartels in Mexico, but people still go to Mexico, you know? I mean, it's like with anywhere, it just depends on where you go, and if you need a guide, and just go there's any places. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. But that, but like, that's just like I'm saying. Like, if you just judge it based on like, all right, how pretty does it look? What is like the food like? What is just the place like? I'm like, yeah, I would go to South Africa. I don't. There's something about Africa that just doesn't interest me to go besides Egypt and possibly Morocco. But I don't know. I I like that Mediterranean sub-Saharan. Like that interests me more than going to the jungle. Oh yeah, there's. I think there's a lot more culture in like the you know the the northern african countries and just the mediterranean in general um well it's not but, really the culture it's just the i mean that's part of it but just well, like that the area. Is i the love culture, the mediterranean but... area it was sh- true um i mean yeah i'm sure a lot of africa like you know kenya like i said it is beautiful like with the whole sahara and everything i would like to actually go to kenya if it's like the yeah it's like the lion king-esque part of africa i guess yeah, that's exactly what it is. Oh, I, was, I just want to go to Uganda, like just go to some Ugandan village. Like they all look just like such nice people. <laughs> like in, you know, like the Who Killed Captain Alex? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, like, how could you, like, no decent human being could hate that movie 
that movie is just like how could you not like it's so awesome <laughs> brings everyone together how sweet it does and yeah, dj what is like the guy like dj like the guy who like commented like on the whole movie and they they never released a version where he's not doing that i don't remember but you know what i'm talking about yeah, right i do i that movie is so good and like it, it literally it puts like the disclaimer like we never thought that this anyone outside of our village would see this movie. <laughs> I do and how like the the director like literally built the computer like just with his bare hands <laughs> or like the camera or something like that's crazy. Yeah, African ingenuity is pretty pretty fun. I do like South African movies. Like I love District Nine. I thought that was fucking funny as shit. I want to see that. I've never seen that. I don't know if you'd like it. It's it's very like, <laughs> it's first of all, it's fucking stupid, but it just it holds a special place in my heart for some reason. Oh, it's it's not like a serious movie. No, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, um, I definitely want to go to. At some point, I want to go to like Ghana or something like that. Ghana be cool. I think there's a lot of cool art, um, ruins and ancient empires to see in Ghana. Um, also Madagascar. I go. I don't. I mean, jungle and jungle bug things. I don't know, but. I mean, it would be cool to go for the meme. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like we're we're going to see King Julian and all. Yeah. Um. Oh, no, but it is so funny how that movie has like affected, like how we think of Madagascar. Yeah it's just so funny man like um i want to apparently the the republic of the congo is like the worst country yeah like, i'm staying ever, away from think. central africa i'm gonna not not, yeah, not want to Ru- rwanda yeah fuck that uh, <laughs> um yeah somalia oof somalia uh, i don't even know if they have a government which should be a good thing but no i know. i don't think they do no, that's a situation where it's it's not. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'd definitely rather live here over there. Um, I would go to Nigeria because, like, I feel like everyone that says they're African is from Nigeria. I've met so many people from Nigeria that are here, like, as medical students or government liaisons or whatever have you. Or everyone's just, I feel like, ancestrally Nigerian around here for some reason. Yeah, a lot of the, um, I don't know about, like, Nigeria more like ghana and like that whole area of africa like most black americans can trace their ancestry like to that entire region oh eastern africa or all western africa probably yeah oh yeah like um like before all of like the immigration really started happening in america like the like it was like the country was essentially biracial because it was mostly like all the white people were just of like english and scottish descent essentially and then, like, all the black people were just from West African descent. Interesting. I guess I never considered that aspect of it. It's probably where most of them were taken from is around that region of West Africa. Right, yeah, that that's, that is that that is the idea, yeah. Uh, oh, Morocco, You, I mean, but but then again, it's, like, the same thing, like, like Egypt. Like, I don't think of that as, like, an African country. <laughs> is it because they're Muslim? Well, that yeah, that's, no, but, like, they're not they're not black that's the thing like they're not they're not af like they're not like you know they're not sub-saharan african i get there's two different regions but it's still in the same continent 
Like, African's not homogenous. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, in terms of, like, the way we think of Africa, when I say, hmm, I want to go to this African country, like, I'm not thinking of Morocco and Egypt even in that category. I guess culturally, I mean... I don't know about the the whole Muslim vacation of Africa. <laughs> so I'm mean, obviously like Egypt being close to the Middle East makes more sense, but like I don't know, like before I mean, it didn't really. Well, for like who was living there before the Muslims got to West Africa, you know? Either like I mean, in I don't know, like when they got to West Africa, I mean that was just all Sub-Saharan Africans, aka black people. Um. And I know that that that's like really the farthest south that it's gotten, because Ethiopia is pretty Christian. Um, everyone else really is just just Christian, other than like the north is is Muslim, and that's it. Interesting. Such a yeah, massive like I th- fucking I, continent, dude. So much land. I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure there's, like, I'm pretty sure the majority of the continent is Christian. Africa? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it makes sense. Muslims are cl- close terrorizing second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, there's a lot of conflict in Nigeria over that. Yeah, little mall shootings, church shootings and shit. Yeah, and um, I actually, like, I know people that, like, they left because of that. Or, like, they got out, I must say, <laughs> because of that. God, when will it end? When will the violence stop and the kumbaya start? But, but kumbaya, I must ask. Okay, I don't even know if you will answer it or not. But like, is that one of those things where it's like we just like say like, oh, it's African, and it's like not really, like it's like made up or something. I have no, I have no idea. I want to know the origin of the kumbaya. <laughs> the origin of the kumbaya. Um, oh i actually i i must add i would want to go to mozambique because that was a portuguese colony and like i just want to see how things are done down there yeah mozambique would be cool to go mauritania is kind of an interesting country the building the architecture there is kind of interesting um where uh mauritania um in the western Mm. sub-saharan africa um, I need to look at that, I guess. Apparently, Kumbaya is rooted in American spiritual folk song of the same name. Right, exactly. So it's all this hippie bullshit. <laughs> Come by here is an African-American spiritual song of disputed origin, but it's known to be sung in the Gula culture of the islands of South Carolina and Georgia. Ties to enslaved West Africans. Kum meaning arise, ba means come or is coming, and Kum. ya is the name of the eternal god. <laughs> Nice. Kumbaya. Okay. And there's probably like a if bunch was, of black Israelites or black uh If that was um <laughs> if that was some Creole thing, I guess I could believe that, but Well, I it's a type yeah. of Creole, like I know like in the southeast with the Caribbean, I, I don't remember the specific language, but it's like a bunch of like Caribbean, West African, Southeast American type of Creole that is spoken. I'm fucking yeah, blanking on the name. God damn it, that's gonna kill me. Oh boy, Google is my friend tonight. I swear. What is the south? But like, um, Nigeria, as I understand it, it's becoming like a modern country. What do you mean? It's- like, uh, 
like Lagos is like a full on like metropolis now. Yeah. I think it is Gula. I think I just said it. That's what it's called. It's like Gula. Gula. G U L L A H. Huh. It's the Creole, Caribbean, West African, Southeast American. Afro Seminole Creole is a dialect of Gula. It's an English based Creole vernacular spoken by African Americans living on the seaboard of South Carolina and Georgia. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I knew there was. So that, that's what it is. So that's where Kumbaya comes from. <laughs> I said the fucking name of it. <laughs> Whoops. But, but yeah africa cradle of civilization from what i understand like the the pope doesn't get along with that, with the african bishops i assume not because they're probably telling people to drink bleach and they can extend their hands by dancing well no not because of that but because like <laughs> the african it's... bishops are oh oh yeah because well, like they're 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 like very like vocal against like all the lgbt stuff and all that because that's what how most africans are um yeah and they're, they're all like really conservative and then obviously the pope is like hmm <laughs> i don't like that <laughs> yeah i'd imagine the if you ever watch videos of like african preacher compilations they're fucking hilarious oh i love that <laughs> <laughs> i love that and like african-american preachers they're just they got this charisma to them Dude, I was watching this one. It's like they're about like the LGBTQ shit. <laughs> this this pastor's like, I have done research and found a video of a man sticking his hand in another man's anus and pulling out the poopoo, and he get the poopoo everywhere. It's just like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, bro? <laughs> That's epic. Or like, like there's what like the, the fuck. Have have you have you seen the interviews with like the African presidents? No. And then ab- ab- about like the homosexuality and stuff. <laughs> You've never seen no, that? No, I have. I'm sure, maybe, but like, it's not ringing a bell. I saw, I saw one with the president of Uganda, and it's with this like annoying British woman, and she's like, "Do you personally dislike homosexuals as people?" And then the the president's like, "Of course, they are disgusting." <laughs> Dude, fucking Africans are wild as shit. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm just seeing a picture of the Pope chilling with the African bishops. It just, it looks funny. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's fucking interesting because, like, most Africans don't get along with, like, American black people. <laughs> right, yeah, versa. people... Like, there's such a disconnect. People, like, don't really think about that, yeah. And, like, you can tell, like, the Americans, like, we're trying to bridge that gap. We're all African. And Africans are like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, they're like, absolutely not. Like, what? <laughs> we don't want to be a social... Yeah, but, like, don't you agree that, like, it's the same thing in, um, in, like, Europe? Because it's, like, the same thing where it's, like, Americans go to Europe and they're, like, we're all, like, we're all white people. And then the Europeans are, like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? Dude, the funniest one is the Irish. It's, like, the American people that think that they're Irish and they go to Ireland and, like, they just get fucked with so hard. (laughs) Oh, dude, that happens? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ooh, man. Probably Italians, too. Yeah, I was gonna say that, or like Germans. I just—it's a funny concept to like this. A dude from like Queens goes to Venice, and like he just sees a guy like driving a boat, like yo, look at that fucking f- in a striped shirt, like. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like just. 
Who's driving a well, boat they... in a beret? Well, yeah, because those ethnicities were, like, all assimilated. Yeah. I mean, they still retained things about them, but, like, ultimately, like, they still, you know, like, you still think of them as American. It's just so stupid. Like, I... if, if we could just stop getting off of people's identity for a second, like, or getting on, rather, like, that'd be nice. I let, I'm fine with it. It's just like it has to be natural. Like it can't come from like a point of like you don't have an identity, therefore, all right, I'm just gonna go to this. It's like no, it just it has to just like it it has to flow naturally is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like a lot of like me with like the Jewish stuff, like a lot of people just point out sometimes we're like, Well, that was really Jewish or something like that. And I'm like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just tired of people like from America talking about their identity being from some other bullshit country they've never fucking been to right tired i'm of like can't right up. i'm like can't you just can't you just be american <laughs> tired like it, it's, god right <laughs> and it's it's not even like like getting in touch with your cultural ties like that's fine but like if you're just gonna be fucking cool, annoying yeah. about it like no i draw the line but the problem is, is that, like, none of those people actually, like, retain any of the features, like, of their culture and stuff like that. Or they pick and you choose. Know, like, like they, they, they cherry pick the ones they like and, like, oh, this defines me. And then they're like, oh, this needs to change. Like, fuck. Like, why can't right. you just admit that you're just influenced by the shit that you like, not because you're culturally bound to like it? Like, it's so stupid. But I think that does have stuff to... But, like, the problem is, like, a lot of people, especially if they were, like, born here... And everything, like, it's just, like, you're, it's not going to be the same, you know? Because, like, you can take, like, a bunch of different people, and they all look different. But, like, you'll you'll find that, like, they're really, like, they have all have, like, the same views on, like, everything. And they all like the same stuff, you know? Unfortunately. And that's why I hope. That's, like, the, that's the whole, like, myth of diversity and all that stuff. And why I think that's all just, like, that's all bullshit. Like. Like, just because you are around people that look differently than you, like, that look different than you, like, that, that's not diversity. Like, because they're all culture, like, we're all, it's like the same person. <laughs> I think people try too hard to just be, like, culturally individual. And I think, not, I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's just, I hate the people that are just, like, I don't even know the word. Like, annoying is the, just the layman's terms for it, but... Like I, there's a difference <laughs> the between someone that's like I love that 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 church reference, sir. That was nice. Layman, lay leader, lay leader's term. Um, well, you know what that is, right? I used to, I don't fucking know anymore. It just means you're not part of the the clergy. Ah, I see the parallel now. Um, but like the people that like have parents from a different country, they come here and then you're Americanized, but you also have part of your parents' culture. That's that's different. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people that like are American, their parents are American and they have like their heritage is from some other country and then they try to claim that as their culture. Like that's fucking stupid. That's I think you can still do that to an extent. You can but still do it, but you I'll... just look more asinine. <laughs> but the problem is like, well yeah, that's what I'm saying is that like it just a lot of it doesn't come naturally because you're just you're trying so hard. like a lot of it just it has to just come like as it is like just naturally you know and it like, doesn't just don't they really... force it that's i think that's my main problem is they totally right force yeah, it. yeah right but. right and they just completely don't even 
understand like the the culture of origin which is just even more funny <laughs> yeah it's like they're not even up on their own fucking history too that's the even funnier part yeah right exactly god they just they read one facebook post about you know <laughs> and now that's their life <laughs> they have to live like a checklist right, right. <laughs> yeah, fuck that yeah fuck that man but um who, who do you think is the most annoying about that the irish or like i think probably yeah irish or italian i think it's a tie Okay. No one does it because, like, if you think about it, like, who who American that's actually British in their lineage, or what American that's British in their lineage, like, brags about being British? No one does that. Well, that's only Irish well, people that... and fucking Italians do that shit. Even yeah, Germans, like, that, like but... German people, don't even like like I, I know people well, that are do. proud to they, be German. They, they, they like do. drink the beer. They got the steins, but like they're not nearly well, they as do. fucking annoying as people that are Irish or Italian. But it's still there though. But yeah, like, but not on that a scale. A lot of that... No, but because the thing is... is Well, okay, it's because, like, the Irish and Italian are clearly different than... Like, the English and the German are so much more similar, right? Whereas, like, the Irish and the Italians are much more distinct, right? And obviously, like, no one wants to have, like, English ancestry. Because it's like, oh, that's, like, the whitest you can get, right? <laughs> so anytime someone finds something that's, like, slightly different, it's like oh, I'm that, like, oh, I'm Scottish or something, you know, or it's like, especially if you have the strong examples of, like, Irish or Italian, then you can claim, like, victimhood, right? But even the Scottish, <laughs> they fought against the British, like, that's, like, the anti-colonism or colonialism type of shit, and, like, people that are Scottish right, don't fucking pray that around, it's just, it's just Irish or, like, no, they, I can't think of anyone else do, in this though. country that... No, 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 but they, they do, though. I mean, even without realizing it, like, most most Southerners, people don't realize are are descended from like uh scotsmen and the english are traditionally like uh sorry like the the north is uh traditionally descended from from englishmen and that's a big reason like why there's like a huge cultural difference i mean not th the only thing but it's one of the reasons why there's such a big cultural difference between the north and the south well we live in the south and there's a lot of scotch irish people here and i never hear anything about anyone being from scotland all i fucking hear is people that are irish that's all i hear about yeah, but dude yeah, but, like, most people here now, like, it's just so much, like, immigration, like, in the migration of peoples in general. Like, it, I don't even really know if you can take that into account. No, I'm just saying the people that tell me that they're fucking Irish and that's all they talk about versus the people that tell me that they're Scottish and that's all they talk about. I, I, I don't even know. Like, I I know people with Scottish last because, names, like, but they don't fucking tell you it. But people with Irish are sure to tell you. It's, like, great. I, I couldn't well, figure right. that out on my own. Well, cause that's like more distinct is what I'm saying. Cause like Scottish people are like, Oh, like that, that, that's still like white and oppressive. But then it's like when you, when it's like, how, Irish is, Italian, how are they different from Ireland? Like they're not different. They're not well, more on the they, oppressive scale or less than Ireland. They're all, they've all fought against Britain. Britain is the oppressive white force. No, but no, no, no. But like England and Scotland have been like politically unified much longer than Ireland has. So like people just think, Oh, it's just like British, you know? What does it have to um, so do with people why... being proud of being Irish versus being Scottish? And they're not nearly as annoying about it. What does it have to do with it? Well, because that's... I'm trying to, like, kind of explain, like, why that's the case. And I was like, the Irish came here a lot later than, like, the, the Scottish and the English did. So you feel like they'd have more cultural roots of Ireland and... In or, uh, or Scotland and England then? Wait, say that again? If they've been here longer, then you think there'd be more cultural roots 
and people be more proud of that these days than like being fucking well, no, Irish no one, Italian. Well, no one cares because like the whole America was all founded on the point of like, no, we're not England anymore. So like, they just they they, they were like, no, we're, we don't think of ourselves as Englishmen or Scotsmen. We're just like Americans, you know. So like that that's why like no one is like, oh yeah, I'm an English American. It's like, like that like that's why that just that, that's not a thing. <laughs> Well, I wish it was none of it was a thing because I can't take it. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> it's bad enough you have people what? that are like me where they're like a quarter Hispanic and they like overemphasize every Spanish word and like they try to tell you all about their fucking experience as a biracial individual. It's just like by your own ideology, because you look white, you've boxed yourself in and now you're having this crisis of self on your own accord so good luck you fucking idiot a lot of it is like i mean a lot of it also is just like subtle dress things that you can do to just you know appear more of the ethnicity you want to appear yeah, as you're like, cosplaying really you're not you're fucking playing it up like it's not real no no but but you don't even really need to do that is what i'm saying like if you, if you like don't wear like a t-shirt and shorts you will look 10 times more like you will look ten times less like just average American, if you just wear like, like I mean like it's like the way I dress honestly like I I just wear like, like button down shirts like sometimes they're Cuban but they're not always like some like they're just button down shirts with some like nice like the, it looks more presentable and like I just I wear like a watch and khaki pants like, you know like I just I don't look like I'm necessarily like just average Joe beer drinking baseball cap wearing American. I'm not saying that that's bad. Like I know that, like that that that's your culture. Great, cool. But like the problem is like, it's like I'm a big believer that like whatever your culture is, just own it. You know, because every culture has something cool to provide, right? So that's why I'm like, when when people get disappointed that they're like ancestrally English, I'm like, okay, like that's cool. Like you literally have like you have Shakespeare, you have. Like all of this, like you know, like a lot of like the bulk of like the way we think of like dragons and all that stuff, all that is like English and stuff like that. You have, like, you know, you have like Harry Potter and stuff like you have like a ton of English. There's a ton of English things. You got like their their like tea and all that stuff. You got the whole English breakfast and whatnot, <laughs> you know, and like a, just a bunch of historical figures were English, like a bunch of good philosophy and literature, especially not just Shakespeare, but outside of that. Like, it's just, it's tons of good stuff there. So that's why, like, anyone who's, like, disappointed that I'm, like, you're just, you're looking at this the entire, like, like you, you're you looking at it the wrong way. Because people, like, look at it as, like, oh, like, I could go and, like, see my ancestry. And it's, like, ooh, I can see where I can, where I can score on, like, the victim, the, the victim mentality scale. Yeah, that's like also that. fucking annoying, too. Like, oh, because I'm more oppressed I'm, now. It's, like wow well right but <laughs> but that's right but that's like you know it's like yeah wow great you're more like, i'm just now realizing the generational trauma that has befallen upon me because of my 23 and me test like right love. but but that's the thing is the reason why like the least white white people um like beef all that up is because like they want to claim that same kind of victimhood as some of these other ethnic groups do. Um, like, have you ever heard it? 
the phrase Italians are the black people of white people. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I will say as the Italian pretty versus true. The, the Italian <laughs> versus Irish thing, I think Italians are way more fucking annoying. I think their culture is cooler. 100%. Not the American one. No, yeah, no, I'm I'm not talking about the Americans. I'm talking about the actual. Oh Italians. yeah, no, yeah, thousands of years, of course. Give Italy it to the Italians, is awesome. but like the American ones are fucking retarded. Yeah, I'm I'm I met some, but the problem is like it's 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 just it's hard to find people now that are like 100% Italian, like culturally and like genetically, just because of so much like intermarriage and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you're, like they're you're just talking down to percentages at this point. Yeah, but even no, but like not just like genetically I said, but also culturally. It's just there's so much like intermarriage <clears throat> and everything. Like mm-hmm. it's just like a lot a lot of times like they're not even really like you can't even really distinguish them anymore. Whereas like back in the day, like you would totally tell who was who. I honestly it's like their last name. That's how I can fucking tell. That is one way. Um I mean I can more tell like not necessarily because la- I mean, or they'll tell if you if i don't know the last name yeah or they'll tell you but I, I, a lot of times like i can just i know a lot of people say this is racist but i got like what well, this, this doesn't mean this doesn't confer any negative sentiment or positive sentiment but like i can just kind of look at someone and i can tell like you, i can just kind of tell what they are like i'm good at at physiognomy and everything like that you can tell if their eyes and are also, too like, close I'm... together if they're kind of a felony <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't know if I'd go that far, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm good at, I'm good at recognizing like phenotype and all that stuff. Phenotype. Yeah, no, it's a lot more subtle than people think. Like all these things, like, oh, well, like this person's like, he looks white, and I'm like, I mean, not really. Like when you actually like, cause, like this is what where a lot of people would say I'm racist, cause like I can actually like, I, you know, like I, I, I can just I can analyze like the different faces and stuff like that. I could tell like, yeah. I don't like I I don't think this person like looks as white quote unquote as you think he does. Yeah, and I think we're we're I think I'm a little bit too harsh on Italians. So if you're listening and you're Italian, fuck you. <laughs> no, but it's also cool because like I can tell, like I it, it it gives me like a better understanding of like cultures in general because I can see like the different influences in someone's face like i you know like a lot lot of italians like i can see hints of like arab in there and stuff like that and berber right and and greek right and and also like when i um i was initially like just kind of confused as because like most middle eastern people they just put as white on like census and all that stuff initially i was like confused like why but then the more i think about it i'm like yeah like i've met a bunch of arabs and like middle eastern people that like don't look too ethnically far off from my grandpa, so I'm like, yeah, I, I can see it. <laughs> yeah, especially like tribes in Afghanistan and a lot of people in those regions in the Caucasus of the mountain. I like. Have, have you seen my grandpa? No. He looks a lot like Sean Connery. <laughs> a lot, actually, like Sean. Connery. Does he talk like Sean Connery? <laughs> no, because he's not Scottish. <laughs> Um, oh, <laughs> what a weird accent. Scotland. I I I love Sean Connery. I can't think of one legitimate movie that I've seen him in besides James Bond. You never Indiana Jones. Oh, it's true. He wasn't in Indiana Jones. Yeah, he's he plays his dad, and he does a great job. Right. 
right, right. But other than that, I I think he's like in one of the Jack Reacher movies or something like that. Yeah. Or like some Tom Clancy movie. But other than that, I think it was it's a lot of like older stuff that I'm not familiar with. Do you know what making fun of Italians brought me back to? I think when a Cuomo was getting like a bunch of shit about like sexually assaulting or grooming, he was like, I'm not pervy, I'm just Italian. And I just. <laughs> he actually said yes, that. Yes, and then it ended up being like, you know, on, on the shoreline, you can go to your surf shop, and there it was on a t shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm not pervert, I'm just Italian. That's literally what he said. I'm like, you fucking moron. I'm like, that's a great representation because I'm I'm sure there's a bunch of Italian people who would be like, oh yeah, we're applauding this guy. Like, no, <laughs> that's like, um, <laughs> uh, Ireland's still cool. I mean, I do like I've been to Italy. Italy's cool. I want to go to Ireland, and like I said, all the all Me the too. places in it's America beautiful. where there's a mass conglomeration of irish or italian i want to fucking stay very far away from you know new york and boston fucking that whole bullshit area so Mm. i don't even want to go to the places those people are at let alone hear them talk in their shitty accents (laughs) i actually like going there because they have really good catholic parishes but the good thing is that like all those well, it's not a good thing, but it's like I'm saying in the context for like what I'm saying is that like a lot of those people like don't even go to church anymore anyways. So you won't get those like annoying Italians like you'll just get like yeah, just regular people you get along with. And it's nice. <laughs> God, is the mob still a big thing? Like, do we kill all these idiots yet? They're still running things well, in the cities. I feel like it's they're kind of getting overshadowed oh, by these Latin cartels. It exists, like um. I mean, I know in Italy it definitely does. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, but I mean, like in the in the states, I don't really hear too much about Italian or Irish mob shit in the states. I want to say like it's like the KKK, where like it exists, but like they just they don't do anything anymore because they they wouldn't be able to get away with it. A lot of them were kind of stupid, like, like the way they got caught, like their their ego and their arrogance, like got a lot of them. Like not many cartels do that. Cartel money, they're just getting like killed because they're just getting overrun and that's just the the method the the way the world right now like everybody's tired of these fucking assholes they're just shooting them but like i feel like every time like I, i've heard about like italian bosses getting caught they're just so sloppy and like they just thought they could do whatever they wanted because you know those people are they're fucking arrogant yeah, like in in goodfellas remember he just like left the cocaine and <laughs> i can't remember how did what the fuck was his name um henry no not in uh, not in goodfellas the, the the real life guy the big the fuck was his name al capone no not al capone this is back in the 80s 90s oh, um, new york john john Gotti. john Gotti. that's his name yeah like all those guys are just <laughs> fucking dumb oh my god and like they're so, a hitman that like they killed well, like a shit ton of people like they just couldn't keep their fucking mouth shut like they like <laughs> God. I remember, I remember the in the Sopranos. They they talked about that. How he was saying like, yeah, back in the day, like if you got caught, you just kept your mouth shut, like you wouldn't snitch, you know. Yeah. Um, but then like later, people eventually ended up doing that. I I never kept... understood how like Italian mob shit was cool. Like, 
every time I've ever like seen anything about it, it's just was fucking dumb. Like they're just retarded. Like I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why it's it's popular. Like it's the Italian a lot of the boss. Fun. Like fuck, it's so stupid. No, but I think it's funny. Like this, the way they talk and the stuff they say, it just and but like it's serious. Like they're at like a serious meeting and they just they sound like they're they're just like. And there were like two or three of them, and then the Czechoslovakian immigrants or some shit. <laughs> it's just—it's fascinating like, to me. How are they ever cool? I don't—I just—I don't get it. They're always just a fucking well, cause, meme, like. Because <laughs> Italians think they're cool. There's a bunch of Italians. Of course, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all circle jerking. I guess. Fuck. Right. That's how it gets popular. <laughs> oh my god. But like the one that's the least like that is The Godfather. That's definitely a more like serious movie. Yeah, and he's a fucking fictional um, character. <laughs> Go figure. Right, that ha- that helps too. But it's like the, but the, I think the it's... Bill Burr thing with with Philadelphia. It's like the whole pride of your city is built around a fucking guy that doesn't even exist. <laughs> Don Don Corleone, <laughs> or not even him. It's Rocky. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, New York is Don Corleone. I love Don Corleone. I think he's awesome. Yeah, let's uh type one in the chat for uplifting Italians. So if yeah, you can find some the... type <laughs> type your favorite Italian in the comments. I love uh have you ever heard of Father Matteo Ricci? Nope. Have you heard of Rudy Here's Giuliani? A... <laughs> no. Well, let me see. Fa- famous Italians. Let's go down. Let's go down that list. Let's let's go there. Famous let's Italians. See. Pinocchio. <laughs> Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's an Italian name. I never thought about that. Yeah, Pinocchio is actually let's... a great metaphor because they're fucking exaggerative. Let me see. Oh yeah, I forget like how many people are Italian. All right, you got Christopher Columbus. Oh, he's another famous, wonderful Italian. Um, <laughs> it just keeps getting better and better. All right, <laughs> I I don't count all the Roman stuff like Julius Caesar. I'm like, no, yeah, those aren't real Italians. Italian. Those that's... are the um was the beta oh cool. marco <laughs> marco polo marco polo that's cool uh benito mussolini, mussolini. <laughs> he was a great italian uh donatello Michelangelo. donatello versace cool. <laughs> donatello wait is that like the what the ninja turtles thing is basically? <laughs> no that's the, that's the painter i'm telling you donatello versace the fashion right but but like what's the painter's name donatello but like he does no other name i'm sure he like does just... I'm, i don't i mean i've, I've only known those painters for their first names so i don't know okay oh, oh dante he's italian that's that's epic. like okay that that's like they have like cool like they, they can claim that they have the coolest part of european culture with dante they do which why it's fascinating how they're so annoying as americans because their culture is so fucking cool Yes, I saw. I know. I I saw a comedy sketch on that. It was, it was a stand-up thing, and the guy was like, "Like, what happened on the boat? Like, what <laughs> happened to them when they came over here? Like, you see Italy, and it's so beautiful and romantic, and it's just the the rich culture and history. And then you come here, and it's like, hey, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And it's like, what happened? <laughs> uh, Michael and oh, Da Vinci. That's epic. Hell yeah. I also love the way he looks. Like his portraits, just looks cool. For Americans, we have Ariana Grande. Ah, 
God, great start. John Travolta. <laughs> hey, he's done some stuff I like. Alicia Keys. The fuck? She's a te- or she's she's maybe like Italian and black got or something like that. Robert De Niro. We got Madonna. Madonna is Italian. Yeah. She... Oh wait, no, yeah. Madonna is literally that literally means my lady. Well, she because she's making fun of Mary, but that that I I didn't think that she was Italian. I thought she was just making fun of Mary. It's Frank Sinatra. Jason Biggs. I need that one, yeah. <laughs> hey, Jack Nicholson. He's Italian? Apparently. Oh, I guess, yeah. I, the, the last name has a lot to do. Like, I, if they don't have an Italian name, like, I'm not going to think that they're Italian. Mark Ruffalo. Corbin Blue. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's Jamaican and Italian. Interesting. Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. There you go. Leonardo DiCaprio. Couldn't have guessed that one. Alexandra Diaderio. Oh, Vivaldi. Great. That that's... And probably also Angel Vivaldi. <laughs> he looks Italian as fuck. Right. Angel Viv- who is it? He's like a American shredder guitar player. Let me see. He just this looks guy. fucking he looks New Jersey as fuck. Or who's that guitar player in the Strokes who's Italian? Like, he looks super duper Italian. I have no idea. Oh, he is from fucking New Jersey. Are you kidding me? I just... <laughs> Who? Angel Vivaldi. I totally was fucking joking. I, I didn't actually know that. That's hilarious. God, he looks, Dude, he looks exactly Hispanic. like from New Jersey. He looks like he's, like, from... He looks Hispanic. Like, he's, like, from Colombia. Or something like that. <laughs> I mean, I know, I, I know it's a similar culture, but... No, he's had that no, wait, le- that blonde me, mohawk forever. Let me see the strokes. The fuck? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the guy's name. He's like I think it's Moretti. Moretti. Let me see. The strokes. Fabrizio Moretti is his name. Look him up and tell me that that is like not the most Italian guy you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, he would uh he would date rape me in a nightclub, I think. Right. <laughs> oh man. Man, man, man. <laughs> yeah, you know there's um Wait, he says he's a he was a Brazilian. What? Brazilian American. Well he was Yeah, he grew up in Brazil, but he's cool. like his parents were Italian. He's he actually yeah, like he 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 speaks like four languages. It's cool. Crazy. Um, oh yeah, you didn't know that about Brazil. What? The like, Brazil is a a ton of Italians. Like I think more than America. Oh yeah, I don't really know much about Brazil. Yeah, like that. I mean, that's what's interesting about Brazil and what I've talked about is that it's it's so similar to America. Like it's essentially just the America of south america <laughs> like in it, it it's just the it's the portuguese catholic version of america where it has the whole it has this whole history of like like slavery and everything but it also has like just it's so ethnically diverse like brazilians are just like i've seen a brazilian that was like every single race you could think of and then like they have a they had a huge influx of like italians and irish and german a lot of people don't realize that about like uh, you know like all the 
the German stuff in the south of Brazil, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's some villages that, like, they literally look like they're from, like, Bavaria. It's it's crazy. Global travel, man. It, but, is a, it is a thing. Yeah. But I guess, like, the reason we don't think about, like, Italians in Brazil is just because they were, they're just so, like, just culturally similar to the Portuguese. So, you know, you didn't really think about it. <laughs> and they, all, they assimilated really quickly, too. Just like how the Italians assimilated here. Yeah, they uh they definitely did something. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, right. Um dude, you gotta come to Brazil with me, man. We get the Airbnb. I'm down. I'll explore anywhere. I don't care. Such a vibe. I wanna go back so bad, man. I I love like a- any place that's like Creole or anything like that. I'm gonna I mean just because I'm from New Orleans, but like I, I love those places because they always have like the best music yeah and the food too although i don't, I don't think i've yeah, ever had besides like brazilian steakhouses but i don't know if you can count those as actual brazilian food that's not i wouldn't count that. <laughs> um brazil i think lacks a little bit in the food category whereas like some of these other creole places really shine in that regard like like new orleans or mexico and stuff like that but it's still good food. Like a lot of it's, it's just kind of like Hispanic food, where it's just a lot of beans and rice and meats and chickens, and it's really good. And it's really not like bad for you. So that's why, like, I would be fine with eating that, like, you know, like regularly. Yeah. No. I th- yeah. Where, whereas like some cuisines, I'm glad I don't eat that regularly. <laughs> I'm glad I have the option to like choose the best from each cuisine. That is nice. That that's a good thing about having an ethnically diverse population yeah i'm telling you man Um, we gotta try the gotta show the ethiopian place it's fucking good like uh so other than like bread what what exactly is it a lot of it there's like a lot of like spicy it's like beef and lamb that's marinated in this specific sauce and like you're supposed to eat it with the bread together they have a lot of like steam cooked vegetables um a lot of rice what else i'm blanking because like every time i go to these places i always get like the same few things like beef or lamb so it's more diverse than that i just i can't remember for the life of me what else there is in there but that that's the main thing but like it's 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 a good like level of spice sounds like thai like sounds like oh yeah i I like thai food there's that place right in old town i think is really good Mm -hmm. um the only problem is like i don't know what it was but like afterwards like my shit was like literally green (laughs) i don't know what it was but i was like okay i mean it didn't feel weird like it didn't feel bad like it didn't hurt but it was just like oh okay that's weird your european dietary system is inferior (laughs) yeah that's like i know that's the whole joke of like going to india is like it that totally like slams you Get the traveler's diarrhea, yeah. Right. Don't drink the water. But that is... Right, but that is funny how, like... Really, like... But that is testament to that, like, certain places, like, really do have the best of whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not all of this whole marketing gimmick. Like, a lot of it is really true, you know? No, yeah, I agree. It fucking... (laughs) I I mean, I don't know. I I feel like... 
it just depends on a lot of people, if you're used to it. Because I feel like of, you, you can just get used to it unless right, your dude. your body really is that intolerant to, to specific spices and foods or you just have IBS in general. I feel like you can just build up a tolerance. Because like, I, I used to like spicy food, but it always would kill me. And after the years, I just build a tolerance to it so I can handle a pretty decent level of it now. Right. But like, I think a lot of people think that like when they say, oh, you can't you can't beat the, the this from this place. Like they think that's just like the boomer like attitude. I'm like, no, I I I I think that's pretty true. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Oh. Right. Ethiopian food. I'm trying to think of like any other big cuisine that I haven't really tried. I guess like just a lot of French food I need to eat. Even though like there's like just French not really food. It's too like I've I've had I've won from first off I got fucking food poisoning in a really nice French restaurant for Valentine's Day that was great, but like I've been to a couple of them and like they're not like, I don't know they're kind of overhyped. There was <laughs> John Doyle was like, bro, French food is literally just bread and cheese. Yeah, like it's not that good. <laughs> I wouldn't agree with that. But. I mean, yeah, you can get a nice cooked steak and fish, but like get that any fine dining place not specifically french but like i tried escargot didn't like it which i was surprised like everyone's like ooh, gross it's snails like i feel like it'd be kind of similar to um to like clams or mussels or something but it's not it's like it's just like watery and it's like doesn't t- like it doesn't feel like it has any sort of delectable taste to it it's well dude you gotta try ratatouille for the meme i actually do want to try ratatouille I, i'm not a cooked vegetable fan but i might like it i don't know vegetables can be very good it depends i hate the soggy cooked vegetables like if it's grilled that's fine but like i I don't like I l- yeah grilled vegetables, vegetables like are, are like raw grilled vegetables are great yeah <laughs> you know but um yeah when you cook them the right way they can come out really nice put some tahini on a cucumber man it's good for me <laughs> and you get the tomato <laughs> or no you get the pepper and the chili pepper you take a nice piece of celery you put peanut butter then you put fucking ants on there <laughs> no people need to stop justifying <laughs> the whole celery thing I'm like celery is just bad like I'm sorry <laughs> it's so good for you though I don't care it tastes terrible <laughs> You can eat other stuff that's great for I you. I do like right? celery and peanut butter, though. I'm not going to lie. I haven't tried that. I've tried, like, celery and cream cheese and, like... Do you like cream cheese? Uh, I love cream cheese. I used to like it on bagels, but not really. I love it really, like, just with any carb. Like, I'll just take some, like, Triscuits or something or, like, some... I love those Buttersnap pretzels. Those are fantastic. I think out of most sauces and dips, I don't mind, but the one I can't stand is like blue cheese or blue cheese dressing. It's fucking gross. I I actually really like that. (laughs) God, how? It's so like, it just tastes spoiled. It's literally mold. I don't get it. Well, that's any cheese. No, it's not. Most cheeses don't taste moldy like that. I know there's the variety that do, but like not as fucking bad. No, but for me, it doesn't. I I don't know. It just, it, it tastes really like salty and so it's just like any other like Ugh. dip like like ranch or something i don't know it's so like it just um, rapes my taste buds and fills my whole mouth like it's a, it's an unsatisfactory experience yeah for me it's the opposite i don't know <laughs> but <laughs> what like what about like hmm do you like horseradish i i do like horseradish because like that 
unlike blue cheese, is the type of bitter and tangy that I like. They don't like it. It it, it makes my nose feel all fuzzy. Like I I can't. Well, eat that's why I like it. Unless it's it like, clears your a... shit out. Like if you're stuffy, you eat horseradish. It's awesome. I mean, like if it's like a little bit, I'm fine. But like one time, like I had this sandwich, and there was like so you know like one like a it's like the meme where it's like a sandwich you buy from someplace and it's like prepackaged there's like a butt ton of mayonnaise on it yeah and it's like too much that was like the amount of that but like horseradish and like i was just like oh like i couldn't even like oh like i was my nose was cringing so bad yeah, you don't need a lot of it. it's like wasabi you don't want to spread wasabi on your fucking sandwich like that <laughs> I've i've never had wasabi oh boy well i'm gonna give you a spoonful and see if you can tolerate it Oh no, I that absolutely not. What you wouldn't take a spoonful of wasabi? Come on. No, I thought it had to be like super tiny. Well, to get the the right ratio of flavor to spice. Oh, like if you just want to go fuck it, I'm gonna do that. Then like, dude, if I get you to like, to get a spoonful of wasabi, we're doing that on camera. Okay. Because it's like if if you've never had it before, it's like a feeling. I can't even describe it. It's like that wasabi. Yeah, that feeling you're saying with horseradish, it's like times ten. Ooh. It fills your whole face. It's like a spice you've never like. It it doesn't burn like regular spice does. It like invigor. I can't even like. It just invigorates your entire soul. (laughs) Like it's it's not concentrated. It's just like. It like goes in your. Sounds like it's a, it's a real spiritual ex- experience. It feels like Ash. it, dude. If you eat so much wasabi, you can't breathe for a couple seconds. Like the the invigoration. What's the is most that wasabi that someone has like eaten at one time? I don't know, but I remember there's a Jackass movie where Steve-O snorted wasabi and he like was throwing up instantly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wasabi or wait? Do you know that? You know that, um, like that thing that in Cars Two, the scene where like, like Mater just does doesn't understand. Like he thinks that the wasabi is pistachio ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, and then like the Japanese car is like, no, 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 wasabi. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah what's up with you? And <laughs> oh, I love that. And then he's like. Nah, a little more. And then it's just like, okay. And then he gives him like a huge thing. He was like, that's some pistachio ice cream. <laughs> you are a true child at heart. It's fun. I like them. People shit on cars too. That's a, I like it. It's a fun, family friendly mood. Family friendly fun. FFF. It also like the whole concept is, is just so, ri- it's so ridiculous. Like I'm just entertained. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, the scene in the first one where he's looking at that the car's ass and it's like sentimental music's playing he's like aroused by a car i think that's a funny thing yeah i like the first one too it's got a lot of good music in especially it. for that guy that actually does fuck cars and like wants to be in love with a car so like i'm sure cars is he just that's his that's his rev oh yeah <laughs> you told me that revs him up. but like where do you get that like like where does he do it what do you mean with the car oh well they didn't really go into it they just like saw him like making out with the steering wheel or like he'll lay under the car and like make out with the bumper and then he's probably you know put his dick in the tailpipe a couple times i would guess okay oh wait 
Or like you ever see those so videos like, of people putting a flashlight in the car and they turn it on and it sounds like blah, 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 blah. it's like bubbling. So he probably does that. No, I've <laughs> never, I've never seen that. No, <laughs> I don't look that kind of stuff up. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of videos um, where people put flashlights in their tailpipe and it would make a funny noise when the car was started. Nice. So I can only um, imagine that's like his wildest fantasy. Right. So like going back to wasabi. Is wasabi like the DMT of spices? It's probably the closest thing as a out of body experience you can take with a spice. I'm sure there's something else, but out of what I've tried, wasabi is the number one. But again, you have to have like your... a lot of it. It like it... that's your favorite spice. Well, it's not my favorite spice. I'm saying it's like a feeling I've not ever experienced with any other food. Like I've I've accident like someone dared me to take like not a spoonful like half a spoonful and. You literally can't breathe for two seconds, like this wave of just like. Man. It's not like spice. You're it's just like. You're making me want to try this. I, yeah, I'm gonna make you do it, just so you can experience it. Like I, I'm not joking. Like we're gonna do it on camera. Um, I can't describe. It's like. It's like imagine like you know the the pain you feel like when you go numb and your when your leg goes static and you can't move or it like shocks you. Yes, it's close yeah. to that or feeling. Like, is it like getting the but wind in your knocked face. out of you? Yeah, and it also feels like the wind's knocked out of you. I got you. Okay. But it's only for a like, couple... Of, like, it doesn't last that long. It's not like spice where it lingers forever. So, like, it just it's super intense. But it kind of goes away quicker. Now, like, does that happen even with, like, a little bit of it? Um... It, so the best way I can describe it, it kind of gives you that feeling, but on a small level, it actually kind of feels good, kind of like a little high, and it mixes good with the flavor of the thing that you're eating. So that's why I like it's like a little wasabi with your sushi is a really good thing, or like pickled ginger. But if you just have it on your own, and it's a lot of it. It's a it's a bad time. <laughs> I it's you. real bad time. <laughs> Dude, Major thought it was ice cream. Yeah, I can't imagine eating like a mouthful of wasabi like ice cream. I'd fucking probably would throw up let me see like i said you gonna, it like invigorates your whole face it this. feels like your your face is like the heart static when it goes numb and like you can't breathe for a couple seconds i'm looking at this right now eating a spoonful of wasabi Ugh. let me see let me see this manly okay let me let me look at this but He's just cring he's just cringing. It's kinda of acting like it's not that big of a deal. Did he eat a spoonful? I, I, uh, yeah. I mean it, I don't might have not even been real. I don't think so. Like you you're hurting if you eat a spoonful of wasabi. Was it eating an entire tube of wasabi? <laughs> Some people might have that. the tolerance for it, but like not that many. But <laughs> And then he puts a reaper pepper in right in his neck. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, those people are insane. It's like the dude that vaped a reaper pepper and then snorted the powder. Like a fucking legend. <laughs> but, like, oh, isn't the reaper the, the strongest pepper? I don't know. I feel like every year someone claims their bullshit pepper is the hottest in the world, so who fucking knows? Yeah. I like peppers, though. <laughs> but... Um, oh fuck i think this is a good spot to end it i especially love the um 
the salt and pepper, like the salt and pepper facial hairstyle. <laughs> that is really nice looking. Salt and pepper. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't know what I'm talking about? What? What are you? What? It's like when you're, or like the coloring. It's like when your your beard is like is gray and like white, but like your your mustache is still kind of dark. How the fuck did you jump on that? Like, what the fuck? Because I was gonna say that because it's like pepper, and we were talking about spices. All right, your your ADHD brain is too much for me at this hour. <laughs> <laughs> right. Heck. Well, this was a this was a good one. This would be the trilogy for the trilogy <laughs> for the yes for the weekend, and then we'll do Apocalypto for the next one, baby. Oh, I'm excited. I fucking love that movie. That movie's so good, man. I haven't seen it forever, like, so I'm excited to watch it again. Yeah, it's um that that that's gonna be something. We're gonna be watching that. Um when do you wanna come? Like Tuesday? We'll figure it out. But Alrighty. before we go, what Sounds do you rate good, Incubus out of ten? Incubus I'd give probably like a seven. Solid. Really good. Solid, yeah. solid. Yeah, because it's more than just above average. Yeah, we go through this every time. I know. Yeah. Right. Fucking no. Well, it's just so people, just so people understand the rating system. And it's not like <laughs> you rated this, that, and that, that, and it's like, yeah. Well, it can also it can vary from genre to genre. Like, you know, like this movie, for example, getting this score higher than this movie got this score. It's like, but this movie's better. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, like they they're kind of different genres, and I don't really think that that's necessarily comparable. <laughs> Like, that doesn't mean that this movie, because I gave it a higher score, it's like, it's a better movie. I mean, it can mean that, definitely, <laughs> but not, like, always. There's a little bit, there's more to it than that. It's always more to it than meets the eye. I was about to complete the sentence because I knew you were going to say that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, go to bed. Mm. Yeah, fuck you, go to bed. Fuck you, bitch. Don't get all Italian with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm... I'm going to have the salt and pepper facial hair. And I'm going to be stunting on you, man. You better grow an actual beard before you get peppered. Otherwise, you're going to look like tapeworms coming out of your face. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna, I am I will get to that point. I tried. I, I, I must let you know. <laughs> Stop jerking off and you maybe can grow some hair. Depleting all well, your nutrients. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh, right. Fuck. It's kind of coming there a little bit. Oh, is it? Is I'm it connecting waiting. the dots? Oh, no, the dots are connected. It's just the problem is that, like, the cheeks aren't fully, like, filled in. That's really, because, like, it's everywhere else, and they're all connected. It's no, it's not really patchy anymore, except for, like, the cheek parts. Other than that, it's it's complete. Well, best of luck to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Alrighty. Goodbye.